party um, had just managed to find the center of the secluded forest, and with it the Elan within which the beholder was hiding. They had a, um, all in all, fairly brief encounter with the beholder that went fairly well, um, despite some issues such as a wooden petrification of a certain cleric. Bummer. <laughs> um, but we managed to dispatch of the beholder, um, and in doing so, kind of bring ruin to the Elan, it seemed. Uh, they recovered a piece of paper with what seems to be some kind of musical notation on it that is totally foreign to everyone, um, and also free the secluded forest from whatever fate influence it was under. Um, and got no money. <laughs> no money whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Man, it's such a strange thing that a beholder living in the middle of a fey forest <laughs> yeah. for the last... 3,000, 4,000 4, years had no need for money. Yeah, strange. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll bump into some. Um, <laughs> some money. The party then quickly teleported back to the, their manor to try and find someone to potentially help with the unique situation, as otherwise Yenrik is kind of the only person who can deal with that kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but managed to get Nordak to the manor, and Nordak uh, was able to help out and cure Yenrik of his petrification. And that is where we leave off. Um, you guys are in your manor. What time um, is it? It's. Uh, I'm trying to think. You got to the. It's kind of around like one ish, one p.m. Oh, p.m. Like damn. Um, <laughs> and is it Vernon? That guy's name. Vinden. Vinden. And, and is how, he with us? Yeah, still? he's still with you. Right, how long have we been gone, technically? Like a day? Only like five days. Five days? It was the time that it took you to get to the secluded forest is the only time that passed. Okay, but once we got in, nothing... Yeah, basically it was like no time passed whatsoever. Also kind of off subject, but do you remember how paid up we are with our... I have it here somewhere. <laughs> you have like you have like two or three months. Okay, I, I just want to put some padding in case any kind of wonky stuff like that happens yeah. again. Um, which, by the way, that was something that I am somewhat disappointed you guys didn't get to experience because you teleported out so fast. Mm-hmm. If you had just walked out of the secluded forest, it would have taken you half a day. Nope. you got to get out of there. Wow. Well, but only half a day as opposed to it took you like six Five, or seven yeah. days it, it, it of walking like... to get to the center. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, the forest became, like, de Deified. It seemed like it. <laughs> you were you, you were for sure able exactly to teleport out of the forest, which you weren't able to do previously. And the canopy opened up. And oh yeah. Light actually was able to be let in. So. Okay, since we're the first people that know this forest is deified, maybe that's an opportunity to make some money and hire some. Bring in the venture capitalist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's either that or Yenrik. Can I borrow ten thousand gold? <laughs> Oh, and as you guys are kind of um, coming down off of the moment, uh, Norris uh, speaks up and says, oh, oh, by the way, uh, Master Locke, this arrived for you. Oh, no. Well, you went away. <laughs> I'm just going to tuck that away. <laughs> it's in an envelope sealed that hasn't been opened. It's just I don't want to take the time to do that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I'm just going to tuck it away for now, and then I will read that later. Well, uh, Vernon, what are your plans now? Uh, Vendon. Vendon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I am going to try to get south, figure out what happened to my order. Would you like to rescue for the night before you head out? Well, that would be nice. 
Oh, yes, I will get from prepared for. What else do we need to do? Well, I mean, that's, I guess that'd be kind of up to you, wouldn't it, bud? We were going to go to that one guy's place. Peralathon? Yes. If Vinden is willing to hang around for a little bit, you can get in touch with your dragon form priest of Mistra. They're all about information and knowledge sharing, right? I would imagine he would be right at the top of the list of people that would like to interview someone from several thousand years ago. Yeah, but does Vinden want to do that? Yeah. Well, so I'm saying, let's ask him. Oh, which by the way, Vinden went with Nora. Like, Nora's had Vinden come with him to prepare yeah. the room. So currently, Vinden is not there with you, but. If you want to talk well, to let's him. ask him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, do we have. How's everybody doing as far as how worn out you are? I'm good. I'm doing all right too. Do we want to get, since it's so early in the day, do we want to go ahead and just head uh, Corellathons then? Yeah. Uh, since I already did a long rest, yeah, let's do a long rest just to make sure. Mm. Well, okay. how about we just do, how about we just chill here for like an hour or so and then we just go? It's not a big deal, Rainier. You guys aren't going to really come across anything. <laughs> okay, what are you going to do in an hour? I don't know. So, <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> so I actually. What are we gonna do now? <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> uh, so you had recently told us about your past, Ian Rick, um, and we <laughs> shall we shall not discuss in detail anything unless it's absolutely necessary. No. But Never. I <laughs> I have a spell that can. God, I hope for it. That can totally shield us from any possible scrying of any kind. If you do ever feel the need to. Well, I don't know. Talk more. I don't know <laughs> if I'm being scryed on. It almost seems like whenever his name is invoked, it uh, it gets his attention. It's like an alarm. Say again. <laughs> if, if you ever want to discuss Rupert the Monkey Boy. I think I'm we need to make a list of every name that you just pull out of your book. <laughs> They're getting more elaborate. I'm pretty sure like the first one was like Hank. So he's like <laughs> getting really colorful with it now. Yeah. Um, what spell are, do you mean? Uh, it is a private sanctum of sorts. Um, where is it? Um, oh. You make an area within any within range magically secure. This area, uh, da, da, da. when you cast a spell, you decide what sort of security the spell provides. So, gotcha. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not familiar with the spell at all. So I can. It's it's only in the book. I don't think it listed on the card, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't think so. Because it just it's one of those ones. Just like just go to this page because <laughs> it's way too many to like try to. Um, Options that you can choose. Sound can't pass through the barrier at the edge of the warded area. The barrier of the warded area appears dark and foggy, preventing vision, including dark vision, through it. Sensors created by divination spells can't appear inside the protected area or pass through the barrier at its perimeters. Um, Creatures in the area can't be targeted by divination spells. Nothing can teleport into or out of the warded area. Planar travel is blocked within the warded area. Hmm. 
That is pretty sweet spell. Casting the spell in the same spot for every day for a year makes this year, this effect permanent. Oh, weird. We're never in the same place right. for a long make time. But you could make a sanctuary. But you have to do it every day. Yeah. So every day for a year. Yeah. Yeah, we're never anywhere at the same time. It's, one of the, it's a downtime thing. If you have a downtime of a year, then uh-huh. that's something you could potentially right. do. I know. I wanna, I'm thinking about creating a teleportation circle around points if we ever get that moment. Well, thank you, Anastron. It, it, it was really nice to uh, be able to talk about it openly for the first time in over 100 years. So, um, And I have a feeling that we'll need to talk about it again one day. Mm-hmm. But until then, let's just forget about it. Forget about Shazam? Shazam? We're not going to talk about Shazam. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I'm just being sorry. <laughs> As if I wasn't before. Alright, so, Corellophones? Yep, yeah, hold on. I'm going to run it by Norris. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Norris. Hey, yeah. <laughs> It was just delivered in the mail slot. You didn't see who dropped it off? Ah. So, uh, I imagine just through the normal mail. The normal Alright, thanks. <laughs> Before we go, should we let Dindin know what we're doing? <laughs> Probably. We're his only connection to this era at this point. Right. I mean, I'd say we just. Let him wander around. He's going to have to do that by himself anyway tomorrow. Yeah, but maybe we don't have him wander around in the city where we already have a target on our butt. Come on. Which, which direction is Corellophons? Is it that's north, right? South. South. Well, why don't we take him with him and give him a bit of a head start? Well, I thought he was going to stay at the house, though. Well, we can, or we can get, get him a room. All right. I mean, I'm gonna find him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you find him in. A, you ask Norris, and you, he shows. He tells you which room he has right. prepared, and you find. You like knock on the door, and then mm-hmm. says, uh, "Yes, you can come in." Are you making yourself comfortable? Well, comfortable as I can be for a night. <laughs> and and you look around. It's a bit of a sparse room. Like Nor- Norris is trying to get around to like furnishing uh-huh. the rooms, but it's still pretty barren. There's. A mattress. <laughs> well, um, I didn't realize this room was such so bare. Um, we're, I actually came in to tell you we're about to travel south ourselves um, on business and wanted to know if you'd rather stay here or, or come with us to look around with a bit of supervision. Um, how far south are you planning on going? You would have to tell me that. Uh, so Ilfairn is... Um, I mean, it's kind of in the middle of the continent of Ephyron, um, vaguely. It's slightly north of the center. Do I have a map on me? Because I feel like names are going to mean nothing. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, you have a map on you. Okay, <laughs> so I'll bring out a map and just let them see it for a second, because I'm sure it's going to... Yeah. And then I'll just point where we are, and then drag my finger down to where we're going. Okay. And he takes a look at me and says, um, all right, uh, do you think I would be able to chart our passage further south from here? I don't see why not. We can get you, we'll get you a room, we can leave you out that way, and then get you prepared enough to make travel. Alright, then I think I would appreciate going along with you, then that way I can get a head start. Alright, well, follow me. Mm-hmm. If you 
continue to head south from there. That's where we headed south to find uh, the desert. <clears throat> we headed southwest, but we should warn him about the at least the dangers that we know of mm-hmm. in the direction that we went. If you talk, if you start talking about oh yes, the um the 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 wastes of Nuneng, yes, those were dangerous in my time as well. They have always been there. And between the two, there is the Watchman forest with the barrows. <coughs> uh, oh, the rolling woodland. Oh, and the barrows. Yeah, there's undead all over the place there. Undead? That's strange. That was, that, that was the... I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the people, but he would remember there was, uh, the name of those men that lived there. I wonder what happened to them. Before we rule, maybe we should stock you off on supplies. I would like to see you I mean, I flourish in this new... Uh, I know it's going to be... I don't think I will have too many problems, but I mean, I won't say no to potential supplies for travel. Do you think Neckfield has any health potions around here? I wouldn't be here. Uh, okay. Because I am running well, Then I would the just house. not notice that. I'm <laughs> running around the house yelling for Sigmund. Um, <laughs> as you're doing that, Sigmund comes in, like, eventually me. Yes, what is it? Everything's been normal, and I've been keeping my normal watches, both front and back. Alright, cool. And I'm going to run away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're talking about leaving. Um, it's front door. Alright, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you're waiting on you. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. Do you think Mechthild will have any <laughs> potions? <clears throat> I mean, that's what she does for a living. I think so. Well, I think we should get him a couple potions. I also think it would be a good idea to get him a notebook. To like document, you know, just like his thoughts, how things are different from <coughs> the way they used to be. He might not be a warrior poet. Well, he might not be, but Man, I think it. Journaling wouldn't help anyone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, don't put him in like, your little box. <laughs> <laughs> he just might be the greatest warrior poet you ever knew. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I truly appreciate you talking about me right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He doesn't like this. We have to be polite. You're making him upset. Just talk about it when he's not here. Just for the record, we literally do this with everyone, including ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) It's strange. Uh, What's closest to us? Is it Browdak? Technically, mesh tilts, okay, but they're about there. equidistant. They're, I mean, it's a difference of like a block. Okay. Kind of two. Well, we'll go to mesh tilts first. Yeah. Okay. As we uh, start walking, I'm just gonna. Hey, come here. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> Real bother, huh? <laughs> what does this mean? Ha! Is this? I have. Is this the same as yours or different? It's, it's different. Yeah, yeah. Mark, make an intelligence check. These eyelids go poorly. Six. Okay. Does it, 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 it ring, uh, I guess, yeah, you're not sure. Make an intelligence check, too, because it, it definitely is vaguely familiar, but you're having trouble remembering where you've seen it. Eleven. <laughs> uh, we oh, both have plus what? zeros. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> it's you've seen it before. You don't remember where. Uh, when did when did you get? Is this 
planet Nordus? Yeah. When did this come? No idea. He just said it showed up in the mail. He said, well, you guys were away, so sometime in the last five days. Yeah. Well, that means somebody... Ha! Knows that we live here? Right. It's pretty tight, right? Well, I don't know. Is it? This probably isn't... No, it obviously (laughs) (laughs) isn't. You you guys were only like ten feet behind the party. You guys see (laughs) Locke and Yindrick having this discussion. (laughs) Getting not so hushed. (laughs) What's going on? Locke, what's going on? I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Take a look at that. Do I know anything? <laughs> Make it intelligent. It looks check. a lot like the symbols that are on him already. Or that is reminiscent of the order. Fifteen. I would say that's enough. You've seen it twice before. Um, once was with all the basilisks. Um, or right, the two basilisks over there. Um, that pool of water that had the, the big map of the Earthen Council, mm-hmm. the big stone that was right by it, mm-hmm. had that symbol on it. The path up to the mountain with the uh, Earth Temple mm-hmm. was marked with that symbol. Is it a map? Just a symbol. Uh, it's it? like a symbol that is like part of the order that he's from. <clears throat> That middle part sure looks like some landmarks or something. Is it like specific to a certain? I know there are like one for each element, right? Is this like indicative to an element? Earth? You don't know. Both of them were related to earth or stone sort of places, as per what you just said. Maybe, uh, maybe we should show this to the Noshida. Maybe they'll know what, not only what that means, but whatever this person is trying to tell us. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea, I guess. Hmm. And, are we still near the house? You're walking away from it. I mean, it's, you're probably <coughs> a good, I don't know, maybe ten blocks away at this point. But. So not with an eyeshot of it anymore? No. Okay. I would bet that our home is still being watched at least somewhat by the governor and the lawmaster and all those yeah. so-and-sos. So maybe we can rendezvous with them to see if maybe they saw who might have placed that. Also, hmm. have you talked with uh, Sigmund? Yeah. And he didn't see anything? Nope. Wow. Said everything is all quiet. Hmm. Normal as can be. Then maybe it really did just come from the mail, like the mailman. There's a mail. Okay. It's run by the guards essentially, but. Okay. It came with the morning junk mail. It's basically one of those things where, like, the like merchant ships will get paid extra money to like take mail bags from place to place and where they're going, and then they'll go to the guard, like the various guard barracks, and then they'll disseminate where the letters need to go. Hmm. It's part of boring guard duty. Right. <clears throat> I wish I had a way to magically divine something from this thing, but I don't. Hmm. So, 
No, she does. The only thing I can think of as far as getting information on that. Venon, uh, does this mean anything to you? Uh, he takes a look at it. Um, it seems to be other language that was used by the primordial beings, but I've never spoken the language. This this looks like a language and not just a symbol to you. Uh, yes, the language. Um, well, it's made. It's it's a symbolic kind of language, from what I know. The um, the, the primordial beings, when they wrote, um, would use a very a character based language, where it was based on symbols rather than spelling out words. And I'll show you. Do you think you'd be able to? Well, hieroglyphics are more like Chinese. Do you have comprehend languages? Yes, I do. Do you think you might be able to make heads or tails of that? No, it's more like Chinese. The Chinese character system. It's like you're not like. Hieroglyphics are like oh, a, yes, a drawing, essentially, of the item. Uh-huh. Whereas uh, the Chinese well, character system is not drawing of anything, it's just right now. So yeah. wait until we're back home. But it's more of like the Chinese character that's system than hieroglyphics. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, we're out in the middle of the city right now, so I'll, we will have her cast it at the moment. But after we get our supplies and head back home, maybe we can figure out what it says. Yeah, that'd be cool. Alright, so I guess we have Tilts first. And we just stop by Browdex anyway, just because he's our bud. Right. Well, and maybe he's got something that would be useful for us, useful for Vendon. I just, it's a miracle that Vendon is alive, and I'd like to keep him that way. Yeah, I agree. And it's so sad that we couldn't scavenge some Beholder stuff. Mm. Browdex would have loved that. I Beholder stuff. Yeah, I mean, it probably would have made powerful things, too. Yeah. <coughs> oh, yeah, we should probably show Mictil that uniform blood that we gathered. And I need to pick up some vials. I need to remember that. Yeah. So. so you guys um, make your way to Mictil's. Um yeah. Nice little half-timber building with the various herbs and stuff. Plant. Very, a decently sized garden with various herbs and such, as you imagine, is probably a useful thing for an alchemist. Mm-hmm. Um, as you walk in, um, Meshfield is, they're kind of dealing with a customer at the moment, they're up at the, the upper mm-hmm. level, mm-hmm. Um, buying the like really boring things um, that she has, and once she sees you walk in, she says, ah, oh, welcome, I'll be with you in just a minute. Um, and kind of finishes up with them, and then they leave. She goes, so, what can I do for you all? I see you have a new friend. Hey, we are, we are actually hoping to uh, stock him up a little bit. Do you have any health potions or any... Uh... Health potions, you have to go to Browdak. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, what do you got? I'm sure you have something useful. Uh, I haven't been working on too terribly much downstairs, to be honest. I've got um, a potion of fire breathing, mm-hmm. and I have a potion of fire resistance. <laughs> hmm. Isn't there a lot of heat in south? Down south? Yeah. It's going to go to the desert. Yeah, how much is that? Um, the fire resistance is um, 300 gold pieces. Fire breathing is about 400. All right, well, do you have any uh, empty vials that I could buy for you? Sure. How many do you need? I don't know, like 10? We'll say a gold piece each, so 10 gold pieces for 10. All right. Um, we're going to do... A- Quite a bit of sh- or a little bit of shopping today, so we might circle back around for those other potions. All right. Um, do you guys want to show her the uniform blood? Sure. I think I got one vial of that. 
And you got most of it, though. No, there's one me. I thought Locke got it. <coughs> yeah, there's Locke, but... No. You got, like, three vials, didn't you? Yeah, I remember pouring out... <laughs> yeah, you threw yours in the water. Oh, that's right. I threw it in the water, so I don't still have it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Locke. Huh? You want to show <laughs> your uh, uniform blood? Uh, yeah, check this out. I'm just going to hand it over. Uh, <laughs> she looks at it. So you say this is unicorn blood? Hi. That's interesting. Um, could be very useful for potions, though I will say there are a lot of warnings that it's a little bit taboo. Mm. Um, it's supposed to make really good healing potions. Mm. But there are apparently a lot of fey legends out there that if you drink anything with unicorn's blood in it, it'll also curse you. So what would you have us do with this? Whatever you want. I mean, if you want me to make a healing potion out of it, I'm certainly excited to try. But that's up to you if you want to potentially curse yourself. I think that's a terrible <laughs> idea. I mean, I'm kind of already cursed, so... <laughs> what, you want to add insult to injury? Well, I don't know. Maybe they'll work against each other. Or cancel each other out. In my experience, sometimes two wrongs forget, don't make a right. Yeah. I forget how little you know about so, <laughs> I just understand how you constantly forget that. <laughs> what, what's this? Trust me when I say that's about Mechtel. <laughs> Mechtel? Yeah. So, Mechtel, hypothetical. Hypothetical. Oh <coughs> Say, for example, that this were like brewed into some really, really strong mm. booze. And then, would it be possible to make the strikes that some drunkard was was making while amped up on this booze hey, curse the victim. Can you just make a couple potions with those, please, and we'll come back and pick them up later. <laughs> um, so like to that. your effect, I can't imagine a way where that's possible. Ah, fuck. Um, <laughs> just, that'd be sweet. Not in 100 years. I don't think I can work that out. Um, I think the only way that could even feasibly be possible is if the drunkard is sweating so profusely that their fists have pools of sweat on them, and then they somehow manage to get this sweat into the person they're hitting's bloodstream. Ah, okay, some some. (laughs) And even then, I don't know that it would work. Um, so you do want me to make some healing potions with these? Are you sure? Some sort of hand drafts. I would not take them. If anything, we well, should use like spiked them. brass knuckles. I still don't think so. Yeah, maybe had like what are you making little repositories for some kind of poison injectables. Maybe there's something else we can use them for though. Also, do you have any of that uh, any of that dragon potion? Uh, it should be done in a couple weeks. Couple weeks. Got it. I can't remember which one are you, where you want to do the... This one it should be... I just got the ingestible one, so yeah. it should be the cloud one, Jank. Okay. And <coughs> four. I think it's three. <clears throat> no, I just saw it. I wrote okay. it down. But I got... So I had four, and it was one cloud, one ingestible, and then it was just back okay, and forth. Just an alternate. Yeah. Okay, so the next one's a, another... Cool, cool, cool. Aerosol. Actually, out of character question, just a GM question. Mm-hmm. Would it be possible to make a set of something similar to brass knuckles, uh, a wearable, basically, that would increase damage or change the damage type? I mean, potentially, but it would no longer be an unarmed strike. Well, but maybe. It would allow it, me to use it as an unarmed strike. Poten- I mean, potentially, you could. there's potential for that to be done. I'd have to think about it and have to work, work out a way to balance it, but... Mm. 
So basically be like a fist weapon in Dark Souls. <laughs> well, I'm done here. Yeah, let's head over to Brodax. So, am I making the potions with him? Yes, please. Alright, I'll get to work on that. If This might take me a couple months. Please yeah. be careful. Yeah. No worries. I mean, I'm not planning on drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Alright. Mm, I'm going to lose sleep over that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Braddock. All right, you guys head over to the Devil's Curiosities. You see um, Braddock is in there. Um, seems to actually kind of be lounging a little bit. <laughs> um, just kind of hanging out in his store. Well, working hard or hardly working? <laughs> Not working hard at all, because I've had a good flow of money in recently from you all, so I haven't felt the need to be too arduous on my work. I've got a couple projects I'm working on, but they're mostly passive. Well, we don't want to soften you up. Should we start shopping elsewhere? <laughs> good luck finding another magic item shop in this... Fucking city! Hey, we can go anywhere. <laughs> well, then you're just probably gonna find one of my family stores. <laughs> so, do you have healing cards? What? We like to introduce you to our friend, uh, Venn Diagram. Venden of that. Venden. Venden introduces himself. Um, he says, uh, and Rock says, Oh, nice to meet you. If you have friends of these fuckers here, then you're a friend of mine. He called you a fucker. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah we, we came here to uh, stock our friend up with a couple health potions and then see if you had anything interesting around the shop, but... I just have a couple... Be- um, as far as things I've made recently, I've just got a couple basic enchanted items, um, basic enchanted weapons. Mm. Um, and then uh, healing potions, I have three currently. I... Well, okay. Uh, three in total or three types? Three in total. Three regular healing potions. Okay. Because I'm all out. <laughs> well, let's... Obviously, we're going to buy all of those then. Okay. I've got a potion. Maybe we'll just keep the regular ones, and I've got a greater healing that I can give him. So it's 100, 150 gold pieces for the three regular. <coughs> yeah, I can pitch in for that, since Kelly's like, I'm low. <laughs> and then, uh, is there any... I'll pitch in 100 for that. Okay. Plus one weapons for um, that Venden would find useful. Uh, if you start looking, Venden's like, I'm, my rapier is enchanted much better than these okay. just basic enchantments. Right. Ooh. <laughs> um, which, I mean, Nordak's like, I, if you looked at Nordak, he's like, I mean, it's whatever, I'm not really working too hard on those. You're I say I'm proud of. <laughs> um, I, have, I have other things that I've made that are much better, but I'm sure if he has anything that's enchanted, it, and beyond the basic enchantment, then yeah, it's probably enchanted better. Is there anything you can do with this? I'm gonna just show my quarter staff. I just have a, I still just have a basic quarter staff. I mean, I, I could enchant it. I mean, I don't know what you want on it. If you just want a basic enchantment, it'll take me a couple weeks. But well, I don't really have any specific ideas right now. But I thought maybe you could, um, might be creative. Well, I mean, I've done plenty of quarter staff enchantments. I did your friends there. Although yours is just a basic wooden quarter staff, it looks like I wouldn't be able to do anything too fancy with it. Um, I mean, I could do a basic enchantment, I could get slightly more advanced with it potentially, um, I could potentially add some elemental damages. Um, I don't mind that. It's, no, it's not going to be anything too crazy because it's just a basic wooden quarter staff. But... Well, what would you need for something a little bit crazier? Uh, rare materials. Materials that take on enchantments better. Um, better shape like this? I, or, well, or I could have it shaped. Um, 
I think I've told, told you there's Dragon's Ice is always great for enchantments, but you've experienced how hard it is to get that. Mm. Um, there's the um, whatever the, the iron is that comes from the south of uh, the ruins of Thordiak. Um, and when he says that, Vendin, uh, Vendin, um, uh, yes, uh, Thordian iron. It's quite good. Um, and uh, Brad X, uh, pipes in and it's like, ah, that's what it's called. I always fucking forget the name. Mm-hmm. Thordian Iron. Aye. And he actually he takes a good long look at Vendon and he says, looks like you've got some Thordian Iron enchanted gear yourself there. That's pretty rare stuff that your friend has. It's a long story. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't really know anywhere else. Do you have any... Uh, would you happen to have uh, maybe an extra notebook on us, Yana? Uh, <coughs> I don't think so. Maybe um, like loose paper. I have, yeah, I yeah. have loose paper. Well, then I would just say, like, on the way back to our place, we could maybe pick some of that up. I mean, like, you feel like a gold piece, you'd probably yeah. find a basic <laughs> okay. notebook. I'm going to give him one whether he wants one or not. A stationer? Is that what they called it back when writing was rare? A stationer? A place you could get. That sounds right. But writing also, it's, this is also medieval fantasy, so... Mm-hmm. More people. Right. More people write, more people are educated. There are outhouses and, you know, just general toiletries. <laughs> All right, so back home and then comprehend languages. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys, right, so you guys head back to the manor, and then you're going to spend time to ritual cast uh, comprehend languages? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, can I see the sheet really quick? Um... <laughs> Really rolling playing hard into the lock, frantically searching for information <laughs> on this thing. Um, so, you cast the Comprehend Languages, and it is extremely strange when you look at this symbol. The, the, the Comprehend Languages, you've used it before, mm-hmm. and normally it just goes from being gibberish on a page that you can't understand to, now I can understand this. When you're, it, the spell want, seems to want to grab onto this and try to understand what's there. Like, it, it recognizes that there's language here, but it has an extremely hard time trying to recognize, like, what it is. Um, something about this language or symbol or whatever is difficult for comprehend languages. Uh, may I make a suggestion? If, uh, well, if there I... are some things you do get from it. Um, you get, let's see... Um, So you, the only thing you're able to really work out are the four symbols at the various corners. Um, this top one, uh, you get, you understand to mean violence. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. The one on the right, you understand to mean strength. The one on the bottom, you understand to mean, I think 
This is the one I did upside down. Yep. Uh, aggression. Technically, this arrow is supposed to be the other direction, but whatever. Um, and then the one on the right. Oh, I guess the one on the right, not the one on the. So this is the one. The one on the left is strength. Sorry, the one on the right. It's <laughs> going two different ways. Um, is rage. That doesn't sound like a happy message. So we didn't get the middle, we just got the outside? Just those outside ones. So are you reporting your success and that kind of stuff? <laughs> then, suggestion, and this would be totally RP because the rules. I could try casting guidance on you and you could do it again. There's um, not a role involved with it, is there? There isn't. That's why I'm saying it would just be an RP thing. That guidance is supposed to give you a little bit of bonus. I mean, I guess make an intelligence check and you can add a D4 for why this might not be working. Or, yeah. Just, or I guess make an Arcana check and you can add the D4. I don't know. So um, I've got... Which one is strength? Strength is the, yeah, the kind of upside-down cross with the, arrow, with the little arrow off of it. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. All nice. with the D4. Yeah. Um, so, comprehend languages. Um, it's a spell that kind of collective mortal knowledge goes in, has gone into it to try to have it be able to comprehend any language that exists. Um, even more taboo languages or less common languages. Um, you remember a lesson in Eastrum, right? from, from in Eastrum's History of the Arcane, where the spell, though, is limited on languages that died or were extremely taboo before the Comprehend Languages spell was created. Um, so that means that whatever this language is, is probably, I mean, based on what Bendon said, something to do with taboo, uh, but also extremely old, like much older than the spell itself to the point where the spell doesn't recognize it. It's like, uh, it's like old software trying to, or it's more like new software trying to run an old program. It's like trying to play a Flash game nowadays online since Flash game Flash doesn't exist anymore. Or like trying to use Google Translate on a dead language. Yeah, and, uh, Comprehend language is a, like you have to target yourself, right? Yeah. Damn. I was thinking about targeting on Vinden and see if something came up for him. Well, you get it. It's it, based on her check. It's the spell itself, not who it's being cast on. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Well, at least we learned something. But uh, perhaps we should tell Sigmund about this, so that he knows to keep an eye. Well, if it came through the mail, there's nothing that he could keep an eye out for. I'm worried about the house and our little family we've got built up to. Yeah, we don't want any raging, strong, aggressive, violent people coming up. Except for us, of course. Yeah. yeah. Except for the yeah, I could. Well, if we weren't gone all the time, I right. could cast this sanctum spell on our place every day for a year, but we're never in one place for a long amount of time. Well, and I could cast, like, some password protected 
charms on the door, but if someone gets that password wrong or something goes wrong, you can kill somebody that way. We already have an arcane lock on the door. We do? Mm-hmm. That helps. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the governor and tell him we want protection. We think we're being targeted by dark sorceress forces. What about the island of be willing to show that to them? I mean, they didn't know anything about the other guy, about the feather and stuff like yeah. that. What about that. the Nushida? They might. Yeah. Especially since that was near some Nushida places before, wasn't that? It was in the Earthen Council, which is kind of a domain of the, of the Earth Nushida. So should we go there first? I do want to stop by, it's the Dawdling Dam, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, first of all, just say hello to my mentor. And second of all, the way that we get a meeting with whoever it is, mm-hmm. I'm not going to request a meeting. I'm going to do the order, the whatever drink it is. The Iron Maiden. So that, I mean, that just that gets you into the room, and so you can just meet I'm with anyone. I'm not even going to go into the room. I'm doing that sort of as a passcode and saying, just say hi, ask them if there's anything they can do for them. We're in town briefly. Um, Just trying to make you good friends. Okay. Um, you go to Eldon. You know, it's a halfling named Eldon. He's always dressed very smartly. Um, and uh, if you do like the code, he's like, I mean, I can, so you want to go down? Yeah, might as well. Yeah. Okay. He takes you down into the room with the large. I mean, are you, are you guys going with him? I don't know. <laughs> do you mention to the party what you're doing when you sure. go? Sure. Is anyone interested in going with Rain when he goes? I'm not particularly interested. No, I'm still doing stuff. What are you trying to do? Just trying to stay on the good side of folks that may very well be able to help us out. So all I'm going to do is, if there's somebody there I can talk to, is say, don't need anything from you. Just saying, we're in town. There's a lot of confusion when you start mentioning, like, doing something for them, because a lot of, like, when you go down there, it's you need something from them. Um, And so, and they don't really, they all kind of, like, there's a little bit of confusion, and they just kind of give you a resounding, that there's nothing we need from you at at this moment. If there ever is, just ask. We know where to find you. Rain remembers his friends. What you're for if I were the bard, I'd picture myself being sort of like Frank Sinatra, and they're the mob. <laughs> that one character from uh, Godfather, I can't remember his name, but the cousin that wants to be an actor. Vaguely, it's been so long since I've seen that. But there was somebody that was a take on Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Locke, do you want to go to the Nochida or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do that. Let's... Well, we're burning daylight, so let's... Um, Vendon, uh, Vendon speaks, so are you still going south, or...? We are, we just, uh, we didn't expect this uh, dark omen to appear on our doorstep, so we're making a quick side trip, and then we're gonna be, still going to be headed south. Okay. Um, it is, as a note, it's probably about four in the evening at this point, with all the walking around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys are teleporting to the Noshida? Okay. Uh, I'll send a message letting them know that we're coming. Okay. You send a quick warning to, I'm assuming, Gatekeeper Malur? Yes. Um, and she responds back, very well, we'll be waiting for you. 
Um, and you teleport in um, just outside of Malur's little hovel this mm-hmm. time. Uh, and they, you're let in, and she said, so, um, this is an unexpected visit, but have you perhaps found something? Well, we didn't exactly find something, it was brought to our doorstep, and something found us. And you showed her, um, she takes a look at it, that is interesting. We brought to a pool. That is the symbol for the primordial order. The, like, all-encompassing? Yeah. So that's why these symbols look familiar. I've been noticing that these symbols around here are also associated with like a symbol that I have, a symbol, you know, things that I've seen before. Oh, really? Uh, I don't know that I... Would I have an actual, like, depiction of all of the... Um... I don't know that you really drew them, so... Yeah, I would just, like, I, I just know that. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't have, like, a, like, a visual representation right now. I just, I've seen these before. Well, that would certainly make sense. Yeah, we don't, the no we don't really know much if if it's meant to symbolize or mean anything, we just know that whenever the primordial order leaves their mark, that is the mark they leave. Is it seem magical at all? The note? Or yeah. The, is it just a piece of paper? It's just a piece of paper okay. with some ink on it. Um, well, perhaps we should increase security around the whole This is really the only reason why we showed up. We thought maybe you would be able to give us some information in your hive. Uh, is there anything going on here, New? No, not lately. Um, I'm really, we're searching for what we can, but it's difficult because we obviously don't leave this area, so... Yeah, that would be difficult. The other Neshida are also searching as well in their various regions. Mm. Alright, well, uh, thank you for entertaining us for the moment. I think we got all we needed. Well, I'm glad it could be of help. At least of some small help. So, if I earn them, Still taking. Yep. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> would I be able to... Who has the helmet on, by the way? Okay. Would I be able to, like, over the course of however many, however much time it takes, like, accurately draw all of those symbols down? Make an intelligence check. Ooh. I will say with advantage, just because this is something that your character has been hyper-fixating on for months. Mm-hmm. I will say um, you can spend a good, I mean, it'll probably take you about 30, 45-ish minutes, Um, but you can go and you get what feels like a decently accurate depiction of the symbols, which I didn't actually get that sheet out. I have the, I have my cheat sheet that tells about what every symbol is, so I obviously can't show you guys that one. (laughs) But you eventually get them all drawn out, and she takes a look and says, these are much more foreign to my eyes, but it seems to make sense with what you're saying. Each 
greater is represented by one of these symbols. So mine is rage, great, I believe. There's a subtle difference between, or no, yours is not represented in any of the symbols that were, you do not see any kind of representation in the outer symbols that were translated. The top one looks a little wonky, I didn't get it drawn super well. No, I mean, that one right there, that that Y looks one. Oh, does yours have? Yeah, the greater has the one atop. Oh, the water, the water greater, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Well, but remember, yours is the lesser. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying, like, the graders all seem to be... Oh, okay. ...corresponding to rage, aggression, strength, and violence. And mine seems to be... Or the greater seems to be correlated to rage. Hmm. I don't really know what that means, yeah, but... it's not enough to really gain anything from... more than what I knew. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll... Bump into more information eventually. I just hope it doesn't bump too hard into us. Uh, Did I know the other, like, what the other symbols corresponded to? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, what element? Yeah, like what element they were. Because I thought I knew air just because of Lockheed. Yeah, you did know air. Air is the one with violence at the top. Okay. The other two are still a mystery, right? Yep. Okay. You could probably take a decent guess based on Here's some violence. things that you might. But... Mm-hmm. And your rage. And your water. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm thinking maybe later uh, you might be able to use comprehend languages again. Because if you were able to at least read some of these smaller symbols. Maybe it might work on this other one. Just a thought. The strength symbol might would be a natural fit for the top of earth. Yeah, aggression. Kind of. For fire? Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking about. I didn't write it down because I don't want to assume. Hmm. Well, I guess we'll sit on that for now. Okay. Good. All right. You guys then uh, make another teleport, which this is your third teleport of the day. This is the last charge on your hand. Mm. Huh? Well, I guess we're staying there tonight then. Um, I'll send a message to Corella. Huh? Okay. Um, uh, once she, he replies back, it's good to hear from you. I uh, hope we will bring you back good news. Uh, we've actually got quite a... Well, you can't say Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Um, so, response. <laughs> you uh, teleport to the circle for Corella Fon. Um, and his but his elvish butler is there waiting for you, and he ushers you down kind of into the the um, living room area, essentially where um, Krilathon is waiting. That he's kind of in his um, very nice dressing gown. Seems to be like getting ready for the evening, just mm-hmm. kind of smoking on his pipe. <laughs> um, and as you walk in, he says, uh, "Ah, so you've returned. Yeah, I've been a feat great in its own right. Not anymore. We." Uh... I don't think that forest is going to be bothering anybody the way it was. That's interesting. We saw a beholder and defeified the whole forest. Well, you know, I wouldn't believe you if it weren't for the fact that we had pretty good evidence that it was a beholder that was in that forest. 
So you, how do you know that it's defeified, if as you put it? The trees don't move around anymore. The trees don't move, the canopy opened, we were able to... Magic wasn't working correctly when we were in there, mm-hmm. and that ceased whenever the Beholder was slain, and we were able to teleport out. So did you see it alive? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We believe so, at least, yeah. What was it like? I describe it. <laughs> 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 you, you, you take some time to kind of describe it, and he says, oh, that's what sounds like descriptions of the lawns we've, heard, we've seen before, or we've heard of before. Interesting. So it almost sounds like that alarm was what was causing the forest to be so strange. He, he and that behold, or the beholder on the alarm definitely seemed to be the source, for sure. The beholder yeah. is... Well, I wouldn't necessarily know this, never mind. But again, it seemed that, it, it almost seemed like it was a pocket realm all in its own. Yeah. Like it was linked to the Feywilds. Yeah, the Fe- we talked, we talked, yeah, I remember we mentioned a little bit of the, the plane of bleeding that seemed to be going on, although that's not necessarily a plane of bleeding, that's just simply the Feywild being brought here through an alarm, interesting. We also know that time worked differently in the forest. That is typical of the Feywild. Mm, no time passed for us while we were in there. Also, I notice you have a new friend here. Oh, a lot yeah, of time passed for him. Time while he passed was very strangely for him as well. What do you mean? Uh, you may see him make a look. And he, go, and he starts to kind of put some things together, and he goes, Oh, my lord. <laughs> Are you of the Order of Dusk? And he goes, and Benden looks a bit surprised. Uh, yes. Of the Order of Dusk, many, apparently thousands of years ago. And Grothon is like takes a long drag on his pipe <laughs> and is like very much pondering something. Now that is interesting. Well, did you manage to find what you were looking for? Well, I guess we did. Yeah. Yeah. Turtle. Yeah. <laughs> Showing the paper. (laughs) 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 All the various video game item noises. (laughs) Um, And he quickly, very gently takes the paper from you as you can see, just by looking at it, it seems to be somewhat fragile and old. Mm -hmm. Um, And he, looking at it, he says, Well, this is certainly something. Yes, but what? I have a very fave of you. This is, from my understanding, fave musical notation. Mm. There is only one person on this plane who can read it. And it is not me. Um, you're going to have to try and find a way to get a meeting with Illyria. Theriel's faith. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Say Can you write that, that again. down for us? <laughs> he goes ahead and writes it down for you. And you're going to have a hell of a time. Illyria. Theriel's faith. Nostrana, this is a name you have heard. Oh. Um, she is not only one of the greatest composers of the last several ages, or the last age. She is also one of the most talented illusionists. Ooh. And a pioneer of illusory music, as she puts it. That's fucking awesome. 
Yeah. She lives in the Tower of Tzizak, far to the south of Byron. Tower of what? Tzizak. T-S-A-E-G-A-C-K. Under normal circumstances, it wouldn't be too terrible trying to meet her. However... Tarrasque. Tarrasque. <laughs> I hate Tarrasque. Uh, mm. As a DM, I just feel like they're so stupid. It's just like, I'm just going to give it every advantage possible and make yeah. an encounter not fun at all. They're not even scary, though. Like, just take a wide berth and ping it until it dies. Mm. It, like, just don't let it get quite... If you're flying, a Tarrasque is stupid as hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and also, but also if you're a spellcaster, it's just like, you have a... 5% chance to have your spell hit. Otherwise, it's just like, nope. <laughs> what are they? The AC, the CR, like, 30. It's like a sleeping, giant, horrible, it's like the strongest thing. Really, what's what it look like? Really, what they're good for is, uh, I guess like, I destroying entire cities. Like, oh, they okay. wake up, destroy cities, eat a bunch of shit until they decide to go back to sleep. Hmm. There you go. Um, Except they're giant, like, mountain size. Okay. Mountain size. Yeah, well, there she goes. Okay. That's a that's a Earth Titan. Big dinosaur kind of thing. Um, um, she is a decent friend with her, and she's very nice, but very eccentric. Um, when she gets into a compositional fervor, she locks herself in a tower. And sets many, many, many traps around the tower. Mm-hmm. She does not wish to be disturbed when composing. And over the like a little over a year ago, she locked herself in a tower, and I assume began composing something, and has not come out since. I would not recommend trying to meet with her. As even if you do somehow manage to get past all of her traps, she's not going to be happy with you. Hmm. And very unlikely to help you. So what do you suggest we do then? Wait until she's done. And so far she's been in there a year? <laughs> a little over a year, yes. Is this the longest she's ever been? Yes. Are we sure she's not dead in there? She is quite capable. I would be surprised if something managed to get her that easily. Um, it's the longest she's ever taken to compose something, but she, the, m- most of the time her compositions do take at least several months, um, as her compositions not only require an, her incredible skill at composing music, but her talents at illusory magics. With, with enchanting music with illusions, I imagine, is quite difficult and requires a lot of time. Does she have any um, associates that we can schedule an appointment with? Or She likes to keep to herself. Well, I've worked with her a couple times on Fey history, but that's because she is the only person who is able to read Fey musical notation. Hmm. Which, by the way, um, I would like to know if you all would be willing to let me, not for free, Keep this. I and have exclusive rights to write a book 
about the song of the organ of the wild. Do I? Can I? Do I believe that that's why he wants it? Make an check. Yeah, is he being a dickhead about this? <laughs> Fourteen. It's a seven. Okay, it looks like a message. Uh, like I looked, he was in that one. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, you can easily tell when you're blind. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me plug it a whisper. Oh, Ooh, yeah, there we go. This whisper was brought to you by D and And I gotta say, it makes me a little uncomfortable. I mean, ultimately, uh, it's up to you. I will put the offer on the table um, as a finder's fee for finding this information. 2,500 gold pieces. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean it's worth more than that. 2,500 gold pieces. Okay, no, we're talking way more than that. Yeah, I mean, if that were in platinum pieces, we could at least yeah. start talking. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that would make you richer than most kings. That's are. what I'm saying. Beholder was slain. Yeah, Beholder was slain. Thousands of years old yeah. magic thing, notation stuff. 4,000 gold pieces. Oh my god, alright. No, you can't have it. Uh, <laughs> I see, I see your chances of getting this are quickly going down the pooper, sir. <laughs> Very well, then. Feel free to write your own book in obscurity and be murdered by Faye when, when you put too much information in there. I mean, I'm not writing a book. Yeah. <laughs> so you're no, willing wait, to wait, let wait, this wait. history just fade into obscurity? No, 4,000 gold pieces is no small amount. It can fade into my vault. Why well, is everything about money, though? Is, what else do you want from me? Start making counter offers. <laughs> what uh, so, uh, I'm interested in um, this thing. work you want to do, this book you want to write. Yes. I, said, I am a fae historian. <laughs> that's, my, that's what I do. I've written many, many tomes on the fae wild and the history of it. It's interaction <laughs> with the prime material plane. If you find it boring, then why the fuck did you even come to me? Well, we thought you would have answers about it, and you don't, so what, what like, can you... Because this is a history that has not been written yet. We're trying to piece together the song itself. Yeah, we definitely don't want to see it sit somewhere. That's why we're urgently trying to meet with your friend, who doesn't seem to be interested in talking to you. I'm sorry, but I have no avenues into talking with her. Right. She's more of an acquaintance than a friend. How would we go about finding out when she's come out, or when she's done. Like, that's fine, we gotta wait. I can certainly keep in contact with you for that, as okay. you might even be able to hear it on your own. That's Whenever she premieres a new piece, you will likely hear it. Okay, how about this? this you were talking negotiate here, make counteroffers. How about you hang on to it for now, but it's borrowed. You can study it, you can write about it, whatever. Keep it safe. What I'd want to know is, how are you going to keep it safe? Yeah. I have a vault that has many magical protections. Could you not just copy down the symbolisms to write your book? Do you need the exact one? I certainly could, but I will admit that I'm a bit of a collector. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, 
I feel like, like if you're not going to allow me to keep the original, then the price should significantly decrease. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, I just, I feel like we should figure out, I mean, you don't know anything about this song other than it might help your friend. But you guys do have a copy, by the way. You guys did copy. Uh-huh. This uh-huh. potentially could be dangerous, and I don't want to give it to somebody until I know what's on this thing. Or I'm not opposed to him having it for history's sake, right. and but I feel like we should. We don't it distrust out. you. You have been helping us out, obviously. Um, I'm kind of fucking with you a little bit. <laughs> um, well, it wasn't terribly appreciated as it takes another drag from his pipe. Well, here, let, let's do this. Since hang on, hang on. So, I, I like what what Rain has said. I think, yeah, it's like um, you could borrow it. Study it as if it were on loan to a museum. Not that I want you displaying it, but on loan to a collector, I suppose, if that is a thing. Artists, that's generally the opposite of how it works, but I understand the proposal. And then, how about this? Whenever this uh, musician becomes available, we then take it to her to get what information we can. After that, then we can enter negotiations about actually selling it permanently. All right. So, then, I think you do all still deserve a finder's fee for finding this and bringing it to my knowledge, so that way, and allowing me to study it to begin my work. I would like a distillery. (laughs) (laughs) Stop talking, Rain. (laughs) I don't really know how much those costs. As a finder's fee for something so rare, I am willing to offer you a thousand gold. This is just for borrowing and for my initial work. There is more money on the way for if you do eventually sell it to me. That's reasonable, I think. I'm okay with that. I mean, considering you're going to help us out, and I, I, I feel like you having it and studying it's probably only helpful. You're going to help us keep in contact with... The 200 gold apiece, and I can stop bumming off of Yenrik uh, for a while, anyway. All right. He, um... You already time. stopped, you just don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> the first time you see somebody that you give money to, you're like, have it all. <laughs> yeah. uh, you see, Corellison has the butler like go up and then come down with a small chest with a hundred platinum pieces in it. Yeah. Sorry, that was gross. <laughs> um, and so you each now have 200 gold or 20 platinum. Is that how we're doing it? We're splitting it? Yeah, you want. What? I mean, it's, I feel like it's Dorme's decision about how this is well, handled, all this is handled. We're doing this for you. I'm okay with that. We all found it together. All right. Finder's fee. I mean... It's 20 platinum. I feel platinum. like he's just giving us money. <laughs> I mean, we, can, we all... That essentially is what a finder's fee is. Yeah, it's is like we were going to find You found it something anyway. that was I was never going to find in my life, so right. please have some free money right. to, so that Which, I can show that I am appreciative that you were willing to risk your life so that I may sit in the comfort of my own home and write a book. Which isn't why we did it, but it's a nice... Uh, um, nice finder's fee. It, it's all very Mutually nice. beneficial. Yes, that. Did we split up those hidden potions? I'm just I didn't take any of those. Okay. Uh, and I gave Vinden a greater healing okay. potion. So there are three regular healing potions then that you guys bought. Right. And I didn't put in any in my inventory. If no one else has claimed them, I will keep them for now. Um, damn it. 
Actually, I'm gonna just for uh, this will perhaps buy you a little bit of time. I'm still nervous about all this, but I'm gonna cast Arcanist Magic Aura on it and just prevent it from being able to be like, right. located or divine or, or any divination magic. Useful idea. Uh, only lasts for twenty four hours, so. I might be able to find a way to get it done, or I'm not quite as... What, what level spell is that? Second. I think I can just do the lore. I might be able to find a way to learn it. Alright. Well, are we sure there's nothing else we can glean from it? Unless there was someone else that you know that can read Fey musical notation. Right. Hmm. The unicorn. Dead unicorn? No, no, the live <laughs> unicorn that we met with. This mirror? Yeah. Do you know many musical unicorns? <laughs> I've only ever met two unicorns, and yeah. one of them was dead, and the other one didn't sing to me, so I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that unicorn's an opera singer. Who I, knows? It seems like a far fetched. Sort yeah. of idea. You maybe do. You also probably do remember from your encounter with her. She is a fae creature, but she was basically created to protect the Sylvan Forest, and so she's never really been in the fae. Mm-hmm. Probably can't read things. Probably real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh gee. Man, imagine saying that in the Sylvan Forest. Yeah. <laughs> All the trees just. Yeah, heard you were talking shit. <laughs> all right, well, I guess that's all the business we have. Yeah. Do you have? Uh, I suppose we're going to be staying in the AM tonight. Do we have a place that we like to go to? Um, there was the Woolen Bliss was the place you've stayed before, but that's the only place you've. I mean, I guess you've experienced the sleepy fish, you've experienced the whale's respite, um, but you have only stayed in um, Wool and Bliss. I would say let's just go back there. Wool and Bliss. What time is it now? Uh, At this point, it is probably a good, like, 7 p.m. Okay, well, let's uh, let's do a little bit of walking around to see what men and see what this area is. Shops are mostly closed. It's okay. Just looking around and stuff. Make up the names of those. What? You make up the names of those. Like yeah. Will and Bliss. Oh, yeah. Um, I make up the names of all the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's cool. Um, I'd like to walk past and check out the, the temple of Taimor. That's kind of on the way-ish. Um, or, like, yeah, like on the way to the Will and Bliss. You guys, so you guys kind of wander around um, and... Like, with showing Vinden around, it's a bit interesting because, I mean, Ilfairn's an interesting place on its own. You start out um, kind of in, um, oh, that's the Duskfall district, I think, is the one that Trellison's in. Um, and then, like, you work your way, you're kind of going to, like, the poor district eventually, like, you're working your way towards the Woolen Bliss. Um, and, like, the, and the poor district, it's built in such a way, like, a lot more of the roads look more like docks and piers, um, where... It's, it's made out of wood. There are some stone roads, like some of the more main roads, and there are fewer, you see fewer of the hanging gardens and such, and so it reeks a little bit more of, you know, just like wet, damp, moss, mold. Um, and like and the hanging gardens that you do see in various places, they don't necessarily have as like very beautiful flowers. They just have a lot of like... Fragrant. Fragrant herbs and things like garlic or um, like onions. 
various herbs or foods that are fragrant, even if they're not terribly pretty. Um, and and like even with like with garlic and onion, with those kinds of places, it's one of those things. That, well, it smells different. I don't know about better, but right. <laughs> sounds like they're trying to cover up a different kind of smell. And I want to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> um, but then you eventually make your way into the Iltharian Quarter, which is um, very, very wealthy area of town. And there it has like very these beautiful homes, some half timber construction, some stone, some of these just very beautifully, elegantly made, just plain timber. Um, and hanging gardens at basically every building, and then some like park areas that are basically entire hanging gardens. It smells much nicer here. Um, is there anything that is like, like I'm kind of paying attention to Minden as he's walking through? Is like the architecture like look new to him? Is like an inside the, check. The size of the city crazy? Like I'm just kind of curious to see what his thoughts are and what's different. Uh, Dice. He's a bit stoic, honestly. Yeah. He's kind of. Um, he's got a bit of a thousand yard stare going on. Okay. Um, and it seems like he's not even really even trying to take anything in. He's just kind of Thinking. in his own thoughts. Gotcha. Um, and then you guys, I mean, you eventually kind of work your way. You do see the, the Temple of Timora. Um, it's there. I mean, well, you guys haven't seen it before. It's essentially a. Um, it's basically a, a, a nice looking kind of cobblestone wall. Um, like it's, it's fairly tall too. It's about seven, eight ish feet tall. It's got a nice little like kind of gabled, um, wood shingle covering about a foot or so above the wall itself. And in parts of the wall, there are like little openings and such with windows, um, where you can kind of look in and you see, you can see through, uh, through there that it looks to be essentially a large garden of some sort with many different winding paths. Um, is there anything you want to do while you're at the temple or are you just kind of walking by? No, Okay. And you guys uh, make your way to the Woolen Bliss, which is a a beautiful tavern. Um, I think this one's a three-story. And you walk in, this is the the very rich-looking human lady with blonde, like, bleach blonde hair, and she wears lots and lots of blue, like, sapphire earrings, sapphire necklace. Um, (laughs) um, She seems to like blue. Um... And as you walk up to her, she he says, ah, how can I help you? Are you perhaps looking for rooms? We are looking for rooms, actually. Uh, do you have any available? Uh, we have a few. Um, we're looking at about ten available, so... Well, each of us to have our own room. Unless anybody wants to bunk up. It's five gold pieces per room per night. Holy shit. I got Benham's. I'll take my own. Over, especially if you're taking your time, it's probably like 9 30, 10 ish. And it's dark, by the way, and pretty chilly. You're in, you're, you're in winter. Gotcha. Uh, and then I've just taken a shot in the dump here, but I'm thinking that maybe you could use a drink. I think I would prefer just to go to bed. Of course. I believe I will be doing that as well. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I might check how I am in the 
else we need to discuss? I think I'm a little bit. Uh, I want to see uh, Nostriano, would you be willing to try and see if you can read any of those other symbols? Yeah, I can do that. Or okay. I can try to do that. So, let's see, let me get that other sheet out. Yeah. I have another one that's just the drawings without, like, my cheat sheet of what everything means. So this is what he hands you. I'm sorry. I thought you were handing it to Locke over here. Um, actually, can I take a look at that? I need to get an idea of what you're going to be able to get. You get a sense with the copyright language, again, you have that same issue where it wants to grab onto these and it recognizes that this seems to be some kind of language, but it has trouble with it. Mm -hmm. um, you, this symbol in the center of each one, you recognize simply means something along the lines of king or god. Um, something a lot like it, it seems like they're almost equivalent like king and god are the same the lightning bolt thing yeah and the ones that this little like kind of backwards tilted L thing that's next to the lightning bolt looking thing on oh. some of them you get that that means servant I tell them all this. <laughs> I would say from there, that's about all you get. There's still, still something. some yeah. stuff I'm not able to make out. It was worth a shot. What are you thinking about? <laughs> stuff. I'm just trying to see you know, what any of these symbols mean, if there's anything there that we can, I don't know, any clues, anything. You know, all of this is, every time I, every time we deal with this, all of this shit is so cryptic, and I feel like such a dummy, because I have no idea what's going on, or where these things come from, or... Yeah. Can we think of a reason why someone would give you this symbol? Are you yeah, with us? They, I feel so. They think I'm with the order. As far as everybody else knows, I mean, they think that I'm one of them. Lockheed was, you know, he was different himself. And I, the only reason he knew was because we went after him and we ended up killing him, so. Maybe the, there's a new generation of order members that were all taken against their will, essentially, like he was. But, have but we you figured out? be handling it way better than I am. I. But don't. You, doesn't your family have history with something like this? Yeah. And that's why you were chosen? I mean, that's the thought, I guess. It's the one theory. Mm -hmm. 
even though your parents were your grandfather? Maybe you were supposed to be taught these things and you were never given a chance to. Uh, I mean, from the letter that my mom left me, it was they left me with my grandma when I was really young because she started having problems. I guess kind of like this or in this so you don't know if she's... She left to go get answers. Their ship sank. It's never been found. She's presumed. And your father as well? Yep. But I've never met him before. So, like, I wouldn't even know what they look like if we came face to face if they happened to be alive. Wow. That's heavy, man. <laughs> Not really. I didn't know him. and I get the feeling that if we do find them, they'll have a lot of answers for us. I'm not sure that we would find them. You don't think? Well, the only reason it makes me think that is because, like, what if it's like a generational thing? You know, and it has to be, you know, like, would I be in the position that I'm in right now if my mom were still alive? Or would she be in a similar position to me? You know what I mean? I, maybe she was um, promoted to the greater and a lesser was needed. Well, she definitely wouldn't be promoted because, I mean, from the letter, she... So, my great-grandfather asked for this but it kind of just was thrust upon the rest of the family. Have you ever thought about asking your deity these questions? What may have happened to your mother? <laughs> I mean, if you knew the kind of responses that I got from him, or it, whatever this thing is, you wouldn't be asking as many questions. Most of Perhaps. it's just like... Um, a raspy mess that just tries to terrify the shit out of me. Hmm. With, you know, a couple words here and there. There's no conversations that go on between <laughs> us. He's he's there to tell me something, command something, not give me information. Damn. Well, as far as I know, we're kind of, as a group, we're kind of directionless right now. All of our leads are hitting dead, dead ends. Yeah, I know. Kind of pissing me off that Corellathon was like, oh, don't go to the wizard's tower. You gotta just beat a beholder. There's so many traps. You could get hurt. Fucking that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Then you wanna go to the tower? No, I'm just saying that it seems like... I guess like, that's one way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that it seems like a lot of people we run into Totally underestimate our ability to do what we need to do. And well, then when we shove it in their face, I just wish they were a little bit more, you know. I do feel like as a group, we probably look a bit like a mess. 
because we're always out beating on giant monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we've got matching uniforms. We look better. <laughs> I mean, look. If you guys want to match my uniform, that's totally cool. But as you know, this thing does not come off. Oh, and no. clothes over top of it look very strange. <laughs> it looks like I tried to put another person inside of me. I mean, <laughs> put us all in unicorn coats. <laughs> well, kind of taboo. Oh. Hmm. Well, we could all get sombreros. <laughs> Even just a <laughs> pin of some kind. Or a medallion. Yeah. Yeah. Official. Hmm. Badges. Inquisitors. Well, I don't have any other ideas or thoughts tonight, so I believe I'm gonna hit the hay. Yeah. Me too. Yep. Yep, yep. All right. You guys go to bed. Mm-hmm. You wake up the next morning and you're refreshed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you all probably sleep quite deeply from a very long day of fighting a beholder and then going and trying to gather information. Yeah. <laughs> so if Vinden wants to head out on his own, we should teach him that little poem or song that we learned from. Yeah, uh, write that down and give it to him. Yeah. So you're going looking for Vinden? Huh? Yeah, yeah, I mean, if I were to wake up, he would be the first person I would look for. Because I almost, if I had clairvoyance, I was going to spy on him. Because I have a feeling that he's, he's going to dip out or something. He's not there when you go to look for him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's okay. I mean, well, he's got his own life to live. I'm going to send him a message. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, and I see that you left already. And that's all right. Just... Uh, I hope you remember how to find us and what you know if you need anything. You don't get a response. You sense that it connects, but Alright. A strong silent type, eh? Yeah, he's uh he's gone. Alright. Um you actually when you go down to the um lady that like is kind of running the tavern. Okay. Just uh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um she uh, seasons. Oh, um, you seem to have gotten a message from Corellathon. You seem to have rubbed shoulders. Uh, he asked if he could meet with you all um, at his manor a little bit later today. Ha! Maybe you heard me talking shit! Or at, <laughs> your, at your earliest convenience. Great, well, thank you. Uh, we'll lay this to the group once everybody gets out of bed. Dude, you have no idea how much I was sweating that she'd be like, I got a message for you. Here's another. I'm going to full panic. All right, so we can walk there from here, right? Yeah. To, okay. Takes a little bit, but it's not that bad. Okay. You guys just walk straight to Corellathons. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else I'm going to do. Excuse me. Um, you were let in, and um, you see Corellathon is kind of sitting there, still smoking his pipe. Um, I lost it. <laughs> more, more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, <laughs> really windy. Uh, you see, he's he's looking quite pensive, and as he comes, he's just awkward. Um, I didn't want to say anything while he was still here. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
you're going to want to be careful with that one you picked up. The order of Dask is interesting. They were an order of great, powerful sorcerers, mm. apt swordsmen. Did many great things in their time. Doesn't sound so bad. Where's the butt? <laughs> this is not my area of expertise in history, but from what I've studied and read, the scholarship of the last several decades have seemed to discover that there was something dark and secret about the Order of Dask. Some devotion that they had that they did not want getting into the light. Right. <laughs> not sure what it is. There's not even a lot of evidence to prove that it might have been correct, but there's enough to make those of us who study history question what they were up to. Is there, well, I guess... I was going to ask if there was anything south that he might be poking around at, but he's just kind of going home. So that would make sense. That's right. why the Order of Dask was the nation of Thodiak. Again, I didn't want to say anything while he was here. As the Order of Dask was known to be quite proud. He didn't seem to be that way. Mm -hmm. And I did not wish to risk enraging as, oh. as I said, they generally were quite powerful and dangerous um, from what I know he seemed to be of a lower rank All right. but perhaps you saw his combat abilities and on your own That's he was quite capable yeah. and he likely would have been considered among the less capable of his compatriots that wild magic helped him out a bit um, a fickle thing, but it does seem to have some. They're not still at Is large, there anything? The Order of Dask? Yeah. Not that we know. Is there anything so specific that you think he might do? You, you think he mm -hmm. might be in town? I think around? he is going to be so overwhelmed by everything that has transpired that if he does plan on doing anything, it will take him a long time to get his bearings. As a lot has transpired. I don't know from what era of the order he was from, but if he is from before the banishing of the primordials, then he has to contend with the fact that the world no longer has the primordials. Um, and the stark decline of the nation of the nation of Thodiak. Um, as they were really in their prime just before the primordials were banished. And that prime, the kind of good, this golden age lasted a little bit beyond, but that's it's not long after that that they started to decline. Didn't he? Didn't we figure out that he was after the primordials? Because he we, said he was before. Okay. He said he didn't really participate much in the wars, yeah. but they were going on. Okay. okay he okay. was alive. Well. Maybe he's early primordial in order. Maybe. Well, he's off on his own now, so 
There's not much we can do other than unless we would just want to go find him and slay him. But <laughs> seem is a that bit just the go-to? We... No, I mean I was being sarcastic. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it is what we do, kind of though. So it's kind of. Funny. I'm just. Um, <laughs> I'm sure curious have. to see what he does on his own. Yeah. I can't imagine he's going to be super terribly dangerous. No. Just should... Being the last member. We should warn. That the last servant of winter is the most. Uh, I'm just saying this to myself. I didn't say yeah. that loud. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we should warn everybody that has seen him with us that he is not necessarily our friend and could be dangerous. I know. I will actually. I managed to pull out of a book um, something to give you an idea of the hints that we have that there was something going on at the Order of Basque. Um, you might have seen his blade. Uh, on his blade there was some kind of runic writing. Uh, it seems to be the Creed of Dask. Um, and scholars have managed to piece it together through artifacts they've found. I follow in the glorious footsteps of Dask. I know my glory will bring him glory. I will walk the fire road. I will bring the fire of Dask to the world. And remind me, who is Dask again? The founder of the Order. Pardon me? The founder of the Order. We don't know very much about him. Mm. Some sort of fire elemental or you go. What you repeat that? I follow in the glorious footsteps of Dask. I know my glory will bring him glory. I will walk the fire road. Is there a chance that this is just a wild theory based on nothing, but could Dask be the owner of the feather that your order? I mean, Dask doesn't have to be human or humanoid. That's true. I don't and then know. I will bring the fire of Dask to the world. Fire of Dask. Yeah, that what makes is me the, think of a phoenix. What is the fire? He of did Dask? have a phoenix on his breastplate. Well, then I think I'm onto something here. Yeah, the motherfuckers are putting some shit together. Uh, <laughs> so what is the of Dask to the world? He was going to walk what road? The fire, fire road. Fire road. Does that ring a bell with anything near the Scarlet Monastery? Okay. Mm, I'm not going to get your for Do I know my own home? Uh, <laughs> uh, you can't really think of anything. The, the, the fiery wastes are a wasteland. There aren't really roads because people don't really travel it. It's just kind of one of it those places. People technically come back from exactly. it, but there are a lot of people who go into the fiery waste and die because they just are not prepared for what the waste in there. Crazy fiery wastes. Yeah. <laughs> it could be more metaphorical. Could be. Wait a lot. Dang, man. I do wish we had known this before this guy slunk off. Well, I might still be able to find him. But what will we do with him if we found him? I want to ask him if Dask is a phoenix ass. And, and about a feather. I need a phoenix feather, dudes. <laughs> I'm going to cast Locate Object on his sword. 
thousand feet, right? Right. And that's not good. He's gone. Gone <laughs> <laughs> <Long> forever. <laughs> if it's not within a thousand feet of me, it doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> Do you have a way to, like, I love that he could be standing on top of a hill, looking over a thousand feet, seeing him in the distance, and being like, locate object? No, he must be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a way to scry on him? I won't have that until... You got an owl that could go look for him. Yeah, basically you look south. You know the direction he wanted to go. It's a long way for the owl to go if he's yeah. really going to go to where he knows you all are, you know he's going to go. The, mm-hmm. the, well, he's not going to be there in a few hours. No, but you also don't know what what exact direction he's taken. Perhaps he's chartered a ship. Maybe he's smuggled aboard a ship. Maybe he decided to go more southwest. Maybe he went straight south to go mm-hmm. to the canal. There's a lot of directions he could have gone to get to where he's going. Mm-hmm. Mm. Some of, the, some of the ships he might have even potentially got on won't even go south first. They'll go north to get out to the ocean and then head south. Hmm. We have that uh, trader captain that we rec- saved him from the pirates, remember? Mm-hmm. Let's ask him to ask around discreetly. Well, my thought is we don't have anything else that we're doing right now, so... So I let's mean, muddle, meddle with this guy's wife, yeah. I mean... Unless we have any something else going on, we can follow in his footsteps. The war, I mean, worst case scenario, we can pick up a rock and be able to teleport further south when we need to come down here and yeah. deal with whatever that lady's name was. Yeah, and if we catch up to him <laughs> and he says, why are you following me? We can say, you know what, we just needed to practice and we had nothing else to do. It's one well. of those things <laughs> where we said goodbye, but we're headed in the same direction, yeah. so it's just kind of awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. Well, Yeah. 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 All right. Of course, man. I don't think we're going to catch up with them immediately, though. We want to feed, but that's why I'm following him. Hmm. Well, we can head in that direction. At least get a rock from where his home is. So if we hear that he's misbehaving, he can. We can pop down there immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just. I don't think we have anything else going on right now, and I don't want to sit on my hands. I agree. So, what would we? What, I mean, what what do we do when we find him? I mean, that's why I, I almost didn't say anything about it. The only thing that we can do is ask him about the phoenix and bask, and possibly piss him off. But I mean, he's been trapped in a fey forest for three thousand years, so mm-hmm. I'm not really sure that he would know much about the goings on of what. Right. He's from before the Primordial Wars ended. He's been in there for over 4,600 years. Well, there is there is something he could tell us that nobody else has been able to tell us. Is there really such a thing as a phoenix? Does is your, it mythical? Or does no one in your order know what this feather is about? Not that they told me. Well, maybe we should start there. Ask them? Yeah, like maybe someone... Well, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you don't necessarily—you obviously don't know if they're keeping secrets from you, but from what you know, it's just one of those things. The feather has been with the monastery for forever. Any records of what it was for or what it was 
are have been totally destroyed because there have been several schisms and wars that happened because of these schisms. But, but his order is near where was it Thordiac? Yes. It's nearish. Yeah. Um, the it's closer than you are now. <laughs> well, sure. Um, I, just, I mean, if it's in the same neighborhood, it would kind of help my theory out. Uh, so let's see. That's, uh, I don't remember what the, the abbot's name was. Costello, perhaps? I don't know. Abbot Costello? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, let's see. Uh, let's see. The, this is uh, Monastery Fire. There's Scarlet Monastery. Um, ruins of Thordiak are all along here. Kind of, okay. And this is the big plateau. So it's the it's close-ish. You don't know where the Order of Dask was uh-huh. in the uh, ruins in Thordiak, um, but you know that obviously you have like if you want to go from Scarlet Monastery to there, you have to go across Fire Waste and somehow find your way down the big plateau, um, which is tall. Right. Um, oh, also as a note, Sezak, the where the other the composer is is right here. Okay. And where's where are we now? Up here. Up here. Okay. Oof. Yeah, it was a long journey. It was longer than I thought. <laughs> I was kind of wondering. I was like, man, they're really committed to a long yeah, ass fucking walk. I thought <laughs> it was just teleport like... to the Scarlet Monastery. Yeah. If you, well, if he puts the hat on, he's very familiar with it. Oh, I was going to say use an article of clothing or something, but yeah. <laughs> um, well, do you want to do that? As you said, we've got nothing else going. Right. And the teleport makes this a much easier task. Well, alright. I'm hearing all of that. And you're saying, well, we got nothing else going. We did just have an ominous primordial symbol show up. That's what I'm true. thinking. Yeah, but like, what do we want to do about it? We've been talking about it. We've done everything that we know to do about it. So what do you want to do about it? Well, I'm just thinking that if we go a few hundred miles farther south, away from home and spend untold amounts of time chasing after leads. I mean, it's going to be the same thing we're doing up here, but they know where we live now. So you just want to guard the house for a while? Eventually we are going to have to leave. <clears throat> I don't, I don't, I mean, we were only gone for five days in that summer show. Right. It feels like calling card or like, hey, come meet us or like. Yeah, I mean, but... Like I said, because I'm not actually a part of this dumbass order and I have no idea what's going on, I don't know if they're summoning me to do something or if they're just saying, hey, we know where you live now. Christmas card. Well, yeah, exactly. How about, you know, me. happy birthday. Are you guys discussing this all openly in front of Corellathon? No. I don't care. Corellathon's definitely giving you some weird looks. Um, <laughs> Maybe we should think? ask him about it. He's a historian. Yeah, I it's mean, true. let's see I've what he's... I've never heard of a primordial order. Well, oh, you that settles that. Yeah, yep, well, <laughs> all good you are. It's another uh, issue we were dealing with. Well, how about we... <laughs> they, they really seem to find you, yeah. Oh, yeah. What if we make a compromise? We can stay at the house for three to five days. If something shows up, we'll deal with it then. If not, we'll start heading to the monastery to see if we can follow any leads unless you're ready to go home. That's what I thought. <laughs> Works for me. Other than that, I don't know what else we would do. Yeah, I don't either. It just feels weird sitting there waiting for them to 
potentially contact us again. Well, maybe we can actually monitor the situation, help Sigmund with security, maybe uh, uh, hire more security. Is there anything else we can do to understand the rest of this? I mean, Nostriana and I have tried to comprehend the rest of it, but we could only figure out two symbols, and it kind of... Well, can we figure out who to ask? I mean, we've been asking everybody everything that we can. I think that's, that's why we're... Yeah, I guess we've done that. Yeah. The problem with the order is that it's so old, and I think it's been away for so long, and then when it comes back, it's kind of a new new secret era. Secret. And so I've got the secret. There's less, <laughs> less and less information yeah. being shared over time. What about the uh, temple in the jungle near your home? Do you want to start poking around in there? Or huh. No, 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 no. You should never go into that jungle, ever. Why's that? Because it is a dangerous. Like the forest we just found? No, no. This jungle would swallow that forest. Cool. Oh. It is. <laughs> <on the path. laughs> Not to be fucked with. Alright, so. Even, I mean, I lived there my entire life, and everybody that I've lived around oh. never went more than, I don't know, probably. 50 to 100 feet actually inside the jungle. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just, you don't go in there or you don't come in. Okay, well then, scratch that. So then home, nothing happens, Scarlet Monastery? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay. I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know what we are to do right now either. Doctrine and montage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just want to start. Firing off spells at the house. Yeah. I'm right here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so if we're still with Corolathon, I'm, I'm going to ask him, say, for example, we get down to the Scarlet Monastery, or say, for example, from there we get to the ruins of that old civilization. As far as I know, you're the... Even though you're, you specialize in fey stuff, you're the only historian we know. If we had the ability to make, to find some ruins, make it safe, get a historian in there, do you think there'd be any that would be interested in going? Would you be interested in going? Um, myself, no. I'm the, as I said, it's not really my specialty. I enjoy reading books of others from on Zodiac, but it's not necessarily my moment to study it. Um, I mean, there are plenty of historians that have been down there in the ruins of Thordiac. It's not necessarily an unsafe place. The fiery waste, whole another story. <laughs> um, but the ruins of Thordiac, um, I mean, there's even still people that live there in a lot of those mm -hmm. former cities. It's just, it's not a civilization anymore. And so people, I mean, there are historians down there studying the artifacts that they can find in the ruins as much as they can down there right now, I'm sure. Gotcha. What well, a bad idea, though. I appreciate the thinking of us historians. If, okay, this is the rest of the party then, if our plan is to go back to the house, wait a week or so, it just assuming it happens, then teleport down to the Scarlet Monastery. If we go down to the Scarlet Monastery, you're going to want to wear your hot weather gear again, like sure. we did. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'm from the area, I don't know, but... Okay. Right. Okay, so, uh, roll a d6 and half it to... Mm -hmm. See how many charges you guys get back just to see if you have to 
Uh, one, you get one charge back. <laughs> oh, we only need one today. Yeah, so you only need one, but you just won't be you won't be teleporting anywhere else today. Right. Well, we're gonna wait a week. Anyway, yeah. so. okay. um, just to keep in mind, because who knows, you might get there and be like, oh, let's go here real quick. And right. then, no, no. <laughs> not real quick. <laughs> um, all right, you guys uh, get together and teleport back to the manor. Mm-hmm. Um, everything seems to be going normally at the manor as you get there. Okay. Uh, it's still early in the day. Yeah, it's still pretty early. Probably and around ten ish at the I'll be spending my time creating food and like just helping. Uh, and I could basically do the only thing you're doing. Yeah, I can't okay. do anything else that I want to do other than like someone should probably keep an eye on the front door. See if anything could you perhaps post Percy up at the front door and have yeah. a tree outside or something so it's not so conspicuous. Mm-hmm. And then if, you, if anybody comes to the door, we should know about it. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to walk around town. Okay. Just wait for somebody to jump you? Just, <laughs> you know, just walk around. around. <laughs> <laughs> just Nobody observing. Go I mean, you can if you want. But I'll I'm just go with him. Hanging out, seeing if there's anything or anybody or... I'll bring cookies. I'll just pull a random book from our own library. And even if I know nothing about it, I'm just going to... Shit, I've already read this. (laughs) Whatever. Just something to read. (laughs) I need to to roll something. Hmm. It doesn't even have to be relevant to anything I'm doing. Something. <laughs> um, well, no, um, just trying to think what this would be about. Um, I'm terrible with coming up with this kind of stuff on the spot. Okay. <laughs> You're fine, man. Um, you actually find a book on illusory music. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a d20 and was like, just see what the number says, and it was in that 20, and it's like, well, I feel like this has to be at least vaguely topical now. <laughs> um, it's a book on, um, it mentions the composer that you all were told about extensively, and talking about um, enchanting um, music with illusions. Uh, it doesn't really explain how to, because... It mentions Illyria? Yeah. Did you guys ever watch Futurama? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. You remember the horn that he plays yeah. and creates? That's what yeah. I'm kind of imagining. The uh, holophoner. Holophoner, that's it, yeah. Um, did you see who did the, they were making like 20 new episodes of that? I did. And, uh, John Mario. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are so many good jokes that I feel like they can make with that situation. Oh, yeah. Um, but, so, and it's, uh, yeah, it doesn't really explain a lot of like the process of how to make illusory music because it, it, they talk about how Illyrio was kind of a pioneer with it. Like, there were other composers who had done similar things, but she was such an incredibly talented illusionist that she has made, like, brought it to a whole new level. Um, and she close guards her secrets quite closely. And so there's not really a lot of knowledge on how to do it, other than just what she does. People have tried um, and gotten close-ish at times to some things that she's done, but oh, they've never been able to perfectly recreate the kinds of things that she's able to do. Um, all right. 
Uh, anyone, Elton, Dormade, do you have any plans on what you want to do? Um, I'll go ahead and work on my main blade right here, probably. Okay. Um, I'm going to have you next, I, uh, I meant to work on that. I think you've done enough work for next session, I'm going to have you start making some rolls. Okay. Um, and so, something will come out of that, be it good okay. or bad. Um, okay. but I'll try, I'll make a note for myself actually right now. Okay. Um, so that way we'll do that, like, next session. How many hours? Uh, oh, you, I mean, you could probably get about a good 24 hours working before anything's going to happen. Okay. I have one more thing I want to do, but I know it's not my turn. Just, uh, I'll just go ahead, um, Locke and Rain make perception checks. Okay. Just for your walking around the town looking for anything, you know, hanky. I love when you say that. I see nothing. <laughs> Damn it. Let's see, four and wisdom plus one, five. Eighteen. Normal Yerndal's gate. You're keeping a close eye out for like any cloaks that look hanky. <laughs> um, and I'm not. <laughs> you're not. You don't see any strange cloaks. You don't see any like strange people. It's just a normal Yerndal's gate. Um, you know, where are you? Um, I want to check on Sizzle and Church. Okay. It's doing well. Any changes as far as like... Not any big changes. I mean, there's still the people there that are helping out. Um, and every now and then there is a service. There, he actually gets to hold a service. I'm also going to give him 496 gold. Lord, okay. (laughs) (laughs) My word. And then I also want to cast, um... Uh, divination mm-hmm. as a ritual in front of the fountain mm-hmm. just to ask what what do I do about this? What can I do about this? Is it time to do something about this? About fountain? <laughs> the yeah. path shall be laid in the next few days. Sweet. Mm. <laughs> okay. About Chuck E. Cheese, I believe. That's what he's asking about. And that's everything I want to do. Okay. <clears throat> Um, and then, uh, I guess, actually, so, uh, Locke and Rain make two more perception checks just for, because you do, you do, you, you have two days, and then on the third day, some, something's going to happen. <laughs> Mother. Twelve. Seven. Okay. Same thing. Normal, normal, you're Or, no, 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 like, same thing as, like, from the previous day. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just a normal, you're in Dolls Gate. It's home now, kind of. You have, it's a sense of... This place kind of sucks, but you know, it's home. This place kind of sucks. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a little bit like living in Missouri and reading an article about some of the fucking yeah. politics we have going on. Uh, Man, this place sucks. Uh, but I guess it's home. Where the mayor is yet? I forget. Uh, I think it was in Buffalo. Buffalo oh, okay, 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 okay. I don't remember. Was that one of the good ones? I saw a lot of the time I voted for it. I didn't have a chance to vote because I was super busy that day, unfortunately. I didn't remember to register before. After I had changed my name, but in early enough for this election, we got the school board members that we wanted. So that's, that's good. good. <laughs> yeah, good. I mean, yeah, same thing. It's Actually, just that's normally. I can come up with information about them. Mm-hmm. Um, like 20% tax on internet purchases. Okay, yeah, 20%? Mm-hmm. 20%? Anyway. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> on the third day, as you guys are breakfasting, um, so much for Shall we breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Which that's a fun way to, like where that word comes from, by the way. The you're breaking your fast, yeah, right? Um, it's just weird. Um, uh, Norris comes in and says, "A letter has just arrived for addressed to all of you, ah. to the Inquisitors." Where were you on that one, Percy? <laughs> 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 Percy actually, yeah. you, like conversing with Percy. Percy says the letter just appeared. Oh, <laughs> no really? one, yeah, no one came and brought it. It just like, <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I mean, might be a little more interesting when we see what it said. Right? Uh, whoever wants to take it from Norris. Why don't you, an Austrian? Okay. Well, that's a long one. Uh, Holy shit. Oh. Okay. Do you want me to read it? I know that it's, yeah, I mean, I we know that it's probably it. not from the order, because most of the time it's either a symbol or you have been summoned to die. Violence. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 yeah, it's like, oh, well, this one's, you know. I don't know why, but the way you said that just reminded me of, like, evening gentlemen, all your base are belong to us. <laughs> <laughs> to the honorable masters and mistress of the Inquisitor. I am writing to you regarding your recent request to me to cast the Legend Law spell for you. Oh. I am willing to speak with you further on this matter. However, there are several issues which must be dealt with beforehand. Primarily, that as it currently stands, only one of you is allowed entry into the Marefold. I have considered many options to remedy this and have finally found a solution I consider to be satisfactory. But know that it will require a sort of quid pro quo relationship between us as I do not feel comfortable simply inviting you all to the Marefold because we have had one mutually beneficial meeting. We can discuss this relationship further once you are here, but know that it is by no means mandatory, but I cannot extend to you a permanent invitation unless you accept. So the invitation that you will find with this letter will only allow you entry once. The second issue regards Mistress Axflower. I will leave it to her to reveal as much as she is comfortable regarding this. Thirdly, the Legend Law spell is both incredibly useful and powerful. As such, it also requires expensive material components. From the message you sent me, it seemed as though you wished for multiple castings of it as well. Now, I wish for you to seriously consider how important you feel these castings are, for I will, of course, request compensation for each casting, regardless of if the spell works or not. I have enough components here to cast the spell as many times as I imagine you will need, so you, will need, so you need not acquire the components... Simply the gold to compensate me. For each casting, I will require 450 gold pieces. This, piece, this price is not negotiable. Finally, I shall simply remind you that in order for the Legend Law spell to work, the item, person, or place you name must be of legendary import. I know this description is a tad vague and open-ended, but one must simply guess at what this means. I hope you have been faring well, and I wish you luck on whatever your current adventures might be. I will leave it to Miss Axlow to explain how to get to the Marefold with the provided invitation. Please do not attempt to teleport into the Marefold, as that will end poorly for you all. Warm regards, Isgrim Valdkornen, Head Arcanist of the Silver Dragon School of Magic. And I, I forget, what we ask him to yeah. that I don't remember why. Uh, we, there were several things. One was the feather. Do you have the feather? No. You don't have to have the feather. Yeah, oh, really? You just have to name it. You have to name it, but it's got to be a legendary. Well, that one probably is. Uh, We were also interested in the other elemental... Bottle of lightning. Yeah. 
Okay. The elemental stuff that we haven't found yet. You also throw around your stuff. Right, and now we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, 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 okay. And you do see attached with the letter there is, I meant to make this, but I'm procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was really nice during the secluded forest. Like, it was obviously a little bit of front-loaded with planning. Yeah. But then, like, once you guys were in the secluded forest, I literally didn't have to do any planning. <laughs> because it was just like, I have this all planned. I basically, All of my notes for every session was, see previous notes. <laughs> um, and so I got a little bit too used to that. And so then I just kind of didn't do anything for a few weeks. And then I was like, oh, shit, we have a session. And there's a lot of shit that could go down, and I haven't planned Anything. So I meant to make this, um, but I just didn't get around to it because it would have taken a lot more time than I had, or a lot more time than I gave myself. Right. Um, it's essentially this certificate-looking thing um, that uh, if you've ever seen those like declarations from like the the state capital, like whereas mm-hmm. um, it's similar. It's not like all the whereases, but it's similar like wording to that kind of that of like. Um, by the order of Isgrim Valconing, the uh, members of the group known as the Inquisitors are hereby allowed one entry into the Marefold, uh, and it is dated. Oh. It has to be within the next, like, month and a half or so. Oh, well, I assume we're going straight there. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. if they can... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I guess. How close can we teleport without going inside? Mm, that's a well, dangerous game, my friend. I think the what question I we should that? be asking is, how deep doo-doo is it that you were in? How deep is yeah, it we haven't talked about which you stand? <laughs> I assume it's pretty bad. Because I, I basically have to go on trial for why I Waste? Left. And why did you leave? Well, you know about it. I, I know, but I am the only one. On These guys in their secret commerce. <laughs> What's up with that? The hell. Uh, okay. Well, you know. <laughs> All right. I am trying to find my dad. Whoever or whatever that might be. Well, whatever. What if we have... I. <laughs> <laughs> What if we, uh, what an M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. No! <laughs> Holy shit. That would be the worst fucking twist I have ever made. <laughs> Just like every movie he's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen an M. Night Shyamalan movie. I've seen a couple of everything wrong with. But that's some of it. Well, I think I, of old or whatever it was. But. We suspect that your father was of legendary, so perhaps... You would gain some information. Yeah. It cost you 450 gold, but... Oh, I only wrote down 150 gold, but 450. 450. That is much different. Yeah. It's not a cheap spell. No. <laughs> per so, cast? Per cast, mm-hmm. 450 gold pieces. So have you ever seen any of these trials pass? What I'm asking is, like, are you going to be stuck there once we go there? That's a good question. I don't know. Hmm. So, wait. You're trying to find your dad and they're pissed off about it? Well, I didn't tell them that's why I left. What would you tell them? That... F you and the horses you were (laughs) in. What did I tell them? Like, 
You didn't say anything. I was going to just left. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You, I think you wrote a letter to Yzgrim, but you... Were not specific. Yeah. You were pretty vague on it. I think you maybe, you, yeah, you basically just said, like, there's some, something I want to... Just T-T-Y-L. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was, and that was all you did. You didn't actually, like, tell anyone that you were leaving or why you were leaving. You just left. So, so why <laughs> is that a secret? Yeah, what, why don't you want to tell them? Where are we, by the way, right now, having this conversation? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Just that you were eating breakfast when the letter came. Okay. Well, because I had a vision that I had, basically, my last name, as you know, is Axflower, that I was in this field surrounded by this supposed flower that may or may not exist, and I could smell it. It was it smelled really good, but then my dad was playing my instrument that I have and telling me that I'm ready to join him or ready to find him, something huh. to that effect. Wow, our stories are eerily, eerily similar. <laughs> and that is on your own doing too. <laughs> yeah. like, I really try to just basically tell, like, have you give me something, and I'm like, okay, this is where it fits. <laughs> Playing that instrument specifically. Yeah. Do you know what song he was playing? Do I? He was just kind of fiddling around. Okay. So it wasn't his song. Mm, no. <laughs> no, that would be that would be verging on an M Night Shyamalan twist. <laughs> well, yeah, because that was something. He You're my dad. Me. It was his song that he was playing. <laughs> we're all connected. Well, for even yeah, just the we're all connected. Like not everything has to be connected. Yeah. <laughs> This vision is something I, when I was playing this character before in a previous campaign, he told me about this vision. So well, but yeah, it, it's still, yeah. There's a little bit of retconning going on. Hmm. This, this could be a dark, gently moment. So I'm, I'm still, I'm still confused to why you didn't tell anybody. Is I mean, something dark about the axe blower we don't know about. Well, did, that did you just think they having a dream, <laughs> or did you just think they wouldn't let you leave? I just thought that they wouldn't let me leave because it's why they believe that this flower does not exist. Anymore. And that's part of the vision. He told you to search for the axe flower. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. To, to, so I need to search for that. Mm-hmm. Which might be a flower, might be a person, might be any number of things. I think. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like it could be like all of those things. Is that from what information I've gathered independently, it sounds like the axe flower has been around for generations. And either so either your dad is ancient or this perhaps is a generational title that's passed down. That's what I imagine. My suggestion would be if we're gonna go back there, tell them that. It couldn't get worse by telling them. Yeah, if we end up going back and you are on trial, I would just tell them the truth. Like I said before, we can be your legal counsel. (laughs) I think to myself, I I think to myself, (laughs) 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 (laugh
<laughs> I'm just imagining these two on like as lawyers. I think would be like that would be the, <laughs> like there's these three would be a what is it Harry Cheatham and Howe or whatever from Dewey, the three Cheatham, Stooges. Yeah. Dewey Cheatham and Howe. <laughs> I just imagine coming in with suits that are way too big for us. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, I'm here to lawyer. Where are we at? <laughs> and then meanwhile, Eunice the only one that is like, or maybe not the only one, like everyone's trying to be to be serious, but then Eunice like really trying to be serious, but then just can't fucking get a word in sideways, uh, word in edgewise. I get the impression that Ethram is kind of in your corner a little bit. So yeah, maybe I'm just underestimating how much you would be supportive of this. And you also know it's not just his decision. Yeah. Right. It's all the professors. Yeah. But it's, it's and nice I say to have that. someone in our corner. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean... Didn't he, like, wasn't he instrumental in creating the Miracle? So I mean, he didn't really create it, but he, like, rediscovered, rediscovered it, yeah. and then, like, kind of, he's, he's fashioned it into what it is today. So I uh, imagine that his word carries heavy weight. Well, remember when I tried to lean on him last time, and he was like, oh, just because I rediscovered it doesn't mean I'm the ruler. It's definitely ruled by, you know, like, we, we have, like, all of this other stuff. I'm not a supreme ruler guy. So, Sounds like a cult. Right? <laughs> they just wanted to come back. Well, it's not wrong, but I mean, like I said, maybe just his opinions sway that of the council or whatever. Or maybe he would have to recuse himself because of favoritism. <laughs> See, I know lawyer things, <laughs> but he wasn't your only professor, so right. I mean, like I, this decision would be up to. All of my professors. I know, but I'm saying, though, how many other professors have left the Marifold and been like, hey, what are you doing here? Or been in contact with her since she's left. Okay, we need a list of the names of all the professors, and we need to start getting, <laughs> start getting some dirt on them. Whisper campaign. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, let's find a list of the names of some of the most prominent wizards that have ever existed in the last so t- last hundred years. Start fucking with what's the <laughs> yeah, great idea. Yeah, yeah. What's the guy's first name that shares Cicero's last name? Ildrex. Ildrex, and is he a? He is the professor of evocation. Okay, of a basket. And is he one of your professors? I would imagine. He so, is yes. the he is the professor of evocation. Yeah. Uh, and what is your relationship like with him? I, mean, I don't know. How did you, li- you like evocation classes? <laughs> I don't know. Did I do well in those classes? Fireball. You, t- you tend to like evocation spells, it seems, so yeah. you probably might, you probably liked him. Yeah. Well, I have... He's a bit... So, you know, he's a bit, like... Weird. Quirky. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, like, one of those professors that, like, is obviously very talented and genius in his field, and so is just a little, like... Like, 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 it's on that scale of, like, you can't be another genius and be normal. You have right. to be a little weird, too. Yeah. Sheldon Cooper. Well, maybe not quite that bad, yeah. but... I have, a, I have a bit of a connect with him because he and Cicero seem to be friends of some kind, so I just wondered if maybe that might be another professor in your corner that we could talk to. Perhaps I could talk to Cicero or Ian about how we might be able to appeal to him. I also feel like there's something that I need to ask him whenever I get there, but I don't remember what it is. It was, um, this is something you would definitely, like, Yenrik would have been thinking about hyperfixating on. Um, (laughs) 
the location of Camp Mysternex and the reason why the Mysternex clan settled there, essentially. Because um, the Mysternex clan was a very typical dragonborn clan. They were very nomadic. They moved from place to place. But then there was some reason that they settled uh, and like made a, a basic what for them at the time it amounted to a permanent settlement. Um, and Cicerol just knew it had something to do with Mistral, but he, he didn't know. He was far too young when um, the Carlescan Empire came in and massacred Clan Mistranex. Okay, well, I'll share that information with these guys. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I've been meaning to get to the Meopold myself because I have some that to ask him, and I have some of my own things that I would like to ask. Um, he's grown, Cicerol. Because, you know, Cicerol has said that, like, Cicerol was, like, five when the massacre happened. Right. And um, Ildrex was like 15. Which is the kind of like coming of age. Right. Age for... You would have clearer memories of things. Oh man, do you think they're going to freak out about my whole situation? Mm, I don't know. One way to find out. Yeah, not really the way that I like to though. <laughs> you know? We can take them. Yeah. No. <laughs> we are not fighting these people. Take on a nation of all magic users. Yeah. <laughs> masters of them. Well, not even necessarily all not even necessarily all masters, but just like literally you can't get in here unless you're being subjugated right. for being a magic user. <laughs> It's sounding like we need to go there. I, I just would hate to leave you. Yeah. And take a well, the team. No, I mean. I mean, I. If I, you want to come back, you're coming back. Yeah. I mean, I thought from earlier conversations. I thought we had earlier conversations about this. That Didn't if they find you guilty, basically the punishment is you're kicked out. Yeah, that's. Yeah. The, so it's not like. They're going to execute her or something. Okay. Punishment yeah. it, it's is just kind of just going back exile, but, sort of. Well, well and you yeah. know, I mean, if you want to talk about this, you know, basically, you're like, what's going to happen? The first years is you have to have um, essentially a tribunal um, where uh, they're going to decide was your leaving the Marifold justified? Uh, if they say no, then you are expelled from the school and the Marifold, and right. that'll never allowed to come back. If they say yes, you are reinstated at your current, which you, you were at an apprentice level, essentially, at the school. And what that means is you are allowed to wander throughout the Marefold, but you are not allowed to leave the Marefold. So either way, this is not good. But you also know, and I think Ysgrim mentioned to you in a letter at one point, uh, the next level of... Being a student, the adept level, you are allowed to leave the miracle. How far away are you from that? You have to take an exam. Yeah. That's it? Like a, a really, really big, comprehensive Well, let's exam. get to studying. Right. We've got a month and a half. Let's study. Got to roll a shitload of dice. <laughs> Don't you have the circle of intelligence thing, too? You're going to ace this. Oh, I can help as well. <laughs> I do have that. I'll ask to make And in the letter that we just got, he's grown made it seem like he had an idea of how all of us can come in and out. Mm-hmm. So as long as we can get you set, then we should be alright. As long as they like our defense of why you left. 
I mean, I could be your hype man <laughs> and just stand next to you the whole time, like, yeah! <laughs> so you're just going to react to what I say? <laughs> Absolutely. Normally, yes, what I do, man. I mean, doing the exact same thing I do right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in good hands, I guess. <laughs> she says that she sweats. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, really, the last tribunal that we were at, we were this close to walking away with that fucking hard stuff. Yeah. I mean, and we just right under the water. Well, perhaps if things don't go entirely smooth in the tribunal, we can use the exam as leverage for, you know, like, let her take the exam if she passes, let her be, stay a student if not. I mean, you're gonna, if you're thinking about kicking her out anyway, let her prove herself. Or, but you guys just stop being dicks and let her go find her dad. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a pretty solid argument to me. Well, Alright, I'll be the lead lawyer. <laughs> so I don't hear any objections, so <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what's happening. Well, you're the lawyer, you're Well, but then I, I also, we so keep getting all these leads on. How this is supposed to work. <laughs> we keep getting all these leads on what to do with the feather and stuff. I don't want to steal focus from. Well, we that. don't have any leads on any of that other than wandering around. And actually, we might get a lead from the Marifold with that legend. Right. Um, so. Again, can you afford that? <laughs> <laughs> don't we have group funds? Yes, we do. Would be the equivalent of forty-five platinum. So, do you know? That's what, what we got. Do you know what uh, all the subjects on this exam are about? Can they start gathering study materials? So, I will tell you what the exam, how the exam works, because um, it's a two-part exam. The first part is rote knowledge. The second part is practical mm. application. Um, the first part is similar to the tribunal, honestly. In a way, you sit in front of all of your professors. Each professor asks you three questions. Uh, I had it written out. I'm pretty sure you have to get... You definitely have to get over half. I can't remember the exact number that I had written down. Um, oh, back to school. There he is. Rodney Dangerfield. Um, so, yeah, you have to... So, yeah, each professor asks you three questions, and each professor asks... And their, their three questions are based on their field, their field that they teach. So there's every school of magic plus history of the arcane, which tends to be more of, like, a just general arcane knowledge. Right. They sounds are not annoying. always knowledge <laughs> questions. They are sometimes questions so, like hypotheticals. I'm going to do this. How do you react? Mm -hmm. um, and so those obviously are much more subjective, but are meant to be a subjective judge of how well do you know what this spell does that I'm doing, or whatever this is that I'm doing, and how well do you know magics to, comp to counter it. If you pass that, you get to move on to the second. The practical application part, you know there is a, there are train, there's a training ground in the, in the school that is extremely complex illusory magics where you get to fight whatever the fuck you want. And it feels like a real fight. Um, if you, have to, you have to voluntarily fail saving throws, basically. But, um, and the second part of the exam is you get the whole training ground room to yourself. Not just to yourself. Generally how it works is a group of anywhere from four to six students get, like, group, group up. Or not students. Um, <laughs> Calm yourself. To do this part together. <laughs> um, and the whole school gets to watch. Great. Or anyone who wants. 
Um, there's a pool of, at, at the beginning of the, the exam, of this part of the exam, there's a pool of five opponents slash beasts. Um, the professors choose one. You get to choose one. Or the group of students get to choose one. And then from the rest, the, from the rest, from the other three, one is chosen randomly. So you have to fight three things. Just before the exam, you are given an hour to go into the library and to study as much as you can about everything that you're going to be fighting. You do know that also only students are allowed into the library. Still in the current and former students. Are visitors allowed to make a book on this? What? Make a book? What? Bet. Bet. Oh. Oh, bets. Okay. I mean, I you would know that there are students that definitely make bets. It's not... It's frowned upon. No, it's just flat out against the rules. Oh. Um, the school's definitely like, no, you don't do this, but yeah. that people do. It's one of those things, people do it anyway, you just have to do it on the down low. It's like some Fred and George Weasley shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's see, like, what's... Is there any sort of library that we can go to anywhere that we've been to gather study materials and then you and I can Miss buckle down for a couple now there might be we can check that out but it's, a, it's a bit so of a hard to be a wizard <laughs> oh my god I'm right? getting a headache of all the things that you have to do for this exam holy shit so if we got a month and a half to get there let's give you a month to practice yeah that would be nice study. well I feel like we've been I mean, you've been practicing the practical ever since yeah. you yeah, evolved you into the practical. Mm-hmm. You, you were there when we slew a dragon. And you have to get there. You do have right. to pass the first right. part. Right. So I think we should focus more on the, theoretical. the written test, mm-hmm. and then we should figure out what beast you want to pick mm-hmm. to fight. Because perhaps maybe you can leverage that to your. Um, you have to. I will say you, you do know. It's basically. It's not always the same five beasts. It's they have a list of like a hundred things that could potentially go. Five get randomly chosen out of that, and then from that pool, they go from there. Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, then never mind. Because they don't want the exam to be the exact same thing every time, because then it's just going to be like, oh, I got, a, I got, I got like a, a horde of trolls, just use fire. That's what that one guy did. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just everybody uses fire, and then no one learns to do anything different than that. I picked a goblin. Yep. <laughs> get a sense that if, if it's something that little, you're going to have to face a lot I picked two. <laughs> so I guess that's the plan. Where you guys we? are just gonna study for a month? Well, no, no, no. She's gonna study for a month. Yeah. I'm gonna look for a premises. during any and all downtime. I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a premises for a distillery. I'll help you out if I can. Yeah. For what? For a distillery premises. Premises. No, you've been informed of one. Oh yes. Let's go check it out. So I have the money a, a little bit less than 200 gold left. Is that enough to start? You, the price was talked about. It's 5,000 5, gold pieces to get. Because <laughs> it's basically, it's, it's, it's a big space. It's a warehouse that's doing really poorly. And so they're like, well, this obviously isn't working as a warehouse. We'll just sell it. And like, whoever wants it, it's a big warehouse. Space. I just imagine Rain walking in, giving 200 gold to some random worker and being like, this is my down payment. I'll be back with the rest. Pocket it. Yeah. All right. I guess. Yeah. Be quick about it. <laughs> yeah, be quick about it. <laughs> 
more money. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So I guess we would check for books at scissor rolls first. Mm -hmm. So Temple of Mystery, make uh, both of you make investigation checks. Hmm. Eleven. Oh, uh, Fifteen. Um, going through, you find a book on um, divination magic. Kind of a primer. It's real basic shit, but <laughs> you find something. Mm. From Rothmore, was that the dragon's name? From his lair, there were a bunch of books. Wasn't there like a necromancy book that we got out of that? I think so, and I don't remember what you did with that. Orcus, I yeah. had it and read it. What? There was a book on Orcus. Yeah. Necromancy also, not certain aspects of necromancy, but like the raising of corpses and just dead people yeah. freaks me the fuck out. Well, well, imagine why. Okay. Probably. Well, so, we, there is a necromancy yeah. professor. Do you, still, do you still have that book? Yeah. Like, can we have it? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if it freaks you out, that means that's probably a weak spot, which means that's something you need to train for. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. <laughs> which I have mentioned to you, it's going to be a case of, I'll ask you the question. If you know the answer just offhand, you can tell me the answer. Otherwise, it's a... Otherwise, you make an arcana check. Book. Text. Yeah, it's, text. otherwise you make an arcana text. check. If you text. roll us within a certain range, I'll give you a hint. If you roll high enough, I'll just tell you the answer. Okay. Um, so I guess while she's reading, starting on reading those books, I would, I'd probably take the hat from me if I could, and then maybe go to, it. would If Iron have a library? You've been to a couple bookstores. Okay, so yeah, I'm just going to start looking around for bookstores well, for anything that's... If you're going that way, mm -hmm. yeah, you have to teleport to Karathons, right? Hi. To get there. Mm -hmm. You, uh, I'm going to... Me and Granny are going to come with you. Okay. Because we want to go visit the temple. I'll go with you. Okay. Fine. Okay. Um, so, uh, you guys teleport into Karathons. Mm -hmm. He's a little surprised. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Oops. Ring ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there any other business that you need with me, or are you just honestly we just needed to be in town? Okay. <laughs> he he absolutely hates this. <laughs> yeah. I should have asked you before you left if he has any books on fey magic that would be good for studying for this test. I probably would. Have well, yeah, I that. would guess that especially since he's helping you, you give him a list of the kind of things. Um, also just that like, sounds like I feel someone. like as someone who like quasi follows the god of wizards, I would know a lot of what they go through. Um, you, I mean, if you mention like fey magic, he's, he says, um, that's my personal library. I have written books. You're welcome to go buy them. I would. I mean, if they, if you think they'll be helpful and you know where they are, I'd be. More I'm not sure any of the bookstores in town probably carry them. Alright, well then I'll head that way. Um, <laughs> so I just need to jump out the window. <laughs> 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 I will. Well, I feel like he's so upset that we just showed up. Yeah, maybe I should try to grab a rock so we can go in there, go to if Iron without using his circle sometimes. Yeah, I'm finding a rock spell. in a city on a lake. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, what about, well, I will fucking end up in the lake then. Like, a lot of lakes have, like, stones or something like that. What about, like, a branch? 
From like a hanging garden? From like a tree, personally. Or a, a tree is in the middle of a lake. Yeah. Some, a, some blades of grass, maybe. <laughs> Not a lot of grass in the middle of the lake. Oh, well. Okay, use a circle. Yeah. <laughs> he, mean, just, he, just, other... he just mentioned... Um, I did. <sighs> just don't make this too much of a habit. It's not a problem as long as you're not popping in every week. Or every other day, every couple of days. Every other, every week or so is probably about the maximum that would be appropriate. This so case. this will be our last visit for the week then. And we'll yeah, have to make sure that we... Okay. <laughs> 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 we need to make sure we do everything that we need to do then. Yeah. Just want to hold on while I get the bill figure and shit. I was thinking about getting right a now. pile of lake water, but yeah. I don't want to end up in the middle of the lake. Okay. Right. Well, maybe if we go to the... Maybe if we go to the temple and able to find like a flower there or something there that maybe talk to uh, one of the people there and see yeah, it would give, be safe give us a trinket or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, most temples sell trinket junk. Buy a trinket junk. Yeah. So do you want to go to the temple first? I mean, that's, yeah, that's where I was going to take Granny to, just because yeah. she's never been there. Yeah, I wouldn't mind, uh, you know, I like visiting other temples as well. Okay. Respect for other gods. I might be useful to you as well. Okay. What should look for, Greg? The ill figure. Oh, uh, yeah. Pages, because I didn't have those out. Old things. <laughs> Shit, do I have it out? I'm not seeing it anymore. Flavor text, so that means I'm getting close, I think. Uh, it's <laughs> still dust ball. My friend's playing Elden Ring, and I hear it's really hard. I mean, I mean ask him. Uh, <laughs> you already beat it, right? Oh, yeah, I beat it twice. A couple times? Yeah. shit. Yeah. He just sent me a picture, and he said, I just killed this fucking dragon. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> was it white, or was it like a darker color? Show you exactly what it looks like. Switch dragon. Because there's basically there are basically two different types of dragons in that game. I mean, he sent a short video, but it's going in the lake. Oh, is that a gill? I think that's a gill. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah, I think that's flying flying dragon a gill. He didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, compared to like the other Dark Souls games. Oh, he's not the best gamer. No, it's probably pretty damn hard for me. I don't know, I'm not this gamer. I mean, you played all the Dark Souls and all that shit, right? Yeah. I would have boss fight, like, uh, there was a boss fight that took me a week. Fuck that. But there are other ones that take me like six hours and stuff, like. Yeah, it was hard. I couldn't have done it if I wasn't streaming and had people like watching and helping yeah. and like invested in me actually doing it. I would have been <laughs> like, fuck this. I would have been so lost. Yeah. Okay, so the one you're probably going to want to go to is called Temple of Tones. <laughs> um, Temple of Tones. You've been here before. It is in the Veilden District. Yep. Um, it's a nice little half-timber building, with two little two-story building with a um, very nice garden in front of it, a nice hanging garden, a uh, fairly dim interior, um, just filled with books. Um, you do remember, though, um, this was... You've been in here once, and they have... 
is a very small nonfiction section. Section. It's mostly like fiction books, like or like anecdotal stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, a lot of the bookshops that you went around were kind of like that. Okay. Most bookstores are they don't have a ton of like nonfiction magic stuff. shit, especially I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's run by um, a no, an older gnome male that wears a very nice silk uh, shirt um, the, with uh, kind of dark blue cardigan and black wool pants. And he says, oh, I think I remember you. Hmm. You're back. Yeah. I was looking for uh, perhaps any, uh, something in your nonfiction uh, section that perhaps would be useful for studying materials. I mean, do is there anything anything particular where I might be able to find? Do you have anything uh, written by Corellophon here? I have one of his books. Yes. Well, I will certainly be interested in that. Um, it's let's see, let me go find that. Um, he goes uh, and uh, eventually brings out. It's a dance tome. <laughs> um, it's kind of a collection of books actually. Oh cool. Um it's uh so actually it turns out I've got this three of his uh, most prominent works. Um one is on the archway, one is on um is well the first is just kind of a primer general history of the Feywild that can be considered useful I guess. Mm-hmm. One is um on the archway and their various studies and then one is on um the uh, just oddities of the Feywild and the various things that make the Feywild different. Why, like, what is the Feywild? I guess mm-hmm. it's very, it's trying to get into its very essence. Okay. Definitely want that. Um, do you have anything? Well, I guess I'll browse the nonfiction stuff by myself, mm-hmm. but as far as your fiction goes, do you have anything, um, concerning the Axe You asked me about that last time. Anything? Um, nope. All right. <laughs> Not a story that People are after man much these days anymore. Pretty old. Um, hmm. I can't think of any other. I'm trying to think of subjects. What about um, books about phoenixes? Nope. All right. Well, then I suppose I'll just browse around and see if there's anything else that. So I'm going to go to the nonfiction section. And I'm just looking for. Like subjects on different kinds of magic. Okay, make an investigation check. Oh shit! I guess you guys were gonna go to the temple first. Oh, well. that's okay. It no, yeah. DM rules: you go to the store first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two. Oh no! Uh, get rid of these dice. You won't find shit uh, on magic. I mean, it's really you do get the sense that not a subject people are really looking for. Um, mm-hmm. They're a little scared of it. Right. Um, you find lots of like history books, um, like. Various, um, like, kind of some cookbooks. <laughs> mm. Various information on, uh, like, swordcraft or swordplay. Okay. All right, well, I guess I'll just be getting that one book then. Mm. Uh, that one will be 75 gold pieces. It's a collection of three books. So. You can run a tab for me for textbooks if you want. <laughs> Oh, this is a textbook. 150 gold pieces. <laughs> She's not here. <laughs> I know. I'm just, saying, I'm just making a joke about how textbook prices yeah. are gouged the no fuck. Yeah. I'm <laughs> twice that now. 
Okay. Uh, I suppose that's everything I can give to you. All right. Better didn't have more. All right. I'll check in next time. I'm in town. All right. It'll probably be sometime next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then you guys head into the temple. Yes. Okay, so the same thing you saw earlier. It's a very nice, like, um, kind of cobblestone wall. Um, if you guys head in, it's it's many many different winding paths throughout this. I mean, and this garden is very is pretty intricately made in such a way to where there actually is like some dirt and such. Um, like it's it's stuff growing out of the ground as well as some hanging plants and such, and okay. um, just tons of different paths that just weave their way all throughout. Um, and you bring Granny Maya along. Um, you see, she is um, visibly excited. Like coming in, and uh, as you guys are walking in, she's like, "Oh, this is oh, much nicer than anything I've seen before." And the moment you guys walk in, she immediately like picks a path and starts walking in. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's tons of different. Mm-hmm. Are you following her? No. Well, I'll pick a random one as well. Okay. You're picking a random path as well. Mm-hmm. You guys, I mean, um, you guys spend time walking your path just as far as it goes. Um, Interestingly enough, uh, Yunrik, your path actually eventually convulges with um, uh, locks. Symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you guys can then continue kind of keep wa- and keep walking until it reaches um, essentially an exit um, that like where a, a place where uh, many of the paths converge to one of the like four cardinal exits of the um, temple. And yeah, Granny Maya sure is like, does walks hers to the same degree. Alright. It's just cool to come here every now and then. Is it? Yeah. I like this place. Hmm. You and you see the various sorry, while you're walking you do see the various um like kind of clerics that are around. They they're there mostly like tending the garden or tending to the crows and ravens that are that, that seem to gather there. Do, do you not wanna speak with anybody here or do any praying or we're just I here to hang out? I mean, I don't really know how to do any of that stuff. I've mostly just came here because... As you're having this conversation, uh, Granny Maya pops in. She says, um, well, the praying is done by in the walking. That is our kind of way of praying and um, being one with Taimora. As we, we, have, we have chosen... It, our, our choosing a random path is symbolic of her, of the path she chooses for us. And then we trust that... No, Whatever path to, uh, she chooses, we will. It will lead us to where she wants us to go. <coughs> <coughs> All right. Well, are we done here, then? Are you done? I mean, I, I enjoy quite enjoy it. But I mean, you, we can stay here as long as you'd like. This, uh, this is for you. I, I knew you wanted to visit, so I just wanted to bring you here. Uh, I mean, it does take like the, probably a good two hours to walk around. The, mm-hmm. I mean, the path. It's a decently sized temple, and the paths are very winding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that was uh, enough. That was a, a nice visit to the temple. Okay. Well, anytime you want to come back, just let me know, and we'll we'll make a trip. All right. <coughs> Anything else for you? Mm-hmm. I think so. All right. Let's go home. Mm-hmm. You nerds can study. <laughs> I can't wait to just like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you. Um, so yeah, you teleport back home. Um, yeah. All right, and then yeah, I'm really just trying to help help her study in a way that she can have advantage on. Okay. 
Makes, I guess you make an arcana check with advantage. Oh, and I'll write down the number. You. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were dropping him. Mm. Arcana check? Yeah. With advantage because he's helping you. Ooh, that second one was worse. Um, <laughs> 15. I'm gonna, oh, no. I'm gonna change dice. So is this what you guys are planning to do for like a month? What else are we gonna do? Just during <laughs> downtime, like okay. if there's anything so you, that helps. You ha- I mean, if you're not planning on doing anything else, um, you will have a month of downtime if that's how long you're planning on doing this. Uh, you know, for how to get. I mean, you. These are mentioned explaining how to get to the Mirrorfold with the invitation that you've been given. You have to go to Mezzalin, which is a town on the northernmost bit of Centril and Aiden. If I'm telling them this, can I cast? Um, because I don't want anyone else to get in there. Like, that's not supposed okay. to. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to cast that private sanctum. Okay. I mean, you do that. You, I mean, you know, there are several failsafes mm-hmm. um, to this kind of system. So you go to Mezzalin, um, and there, there is a boat that goes to the Marefold. Um, you have to show the... I forget what title I gave him, but um, you have to show the dude, basically, this is my invitation. I am allowed to be on this boat to go to the Marefold. Are you the dude? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then you get on the boat. It's about a three-day journey okay. to the Mar- to, like to, to Wizard's Watch, yeah, Wizard's Watch. From there, um, you go, you get to the the Marifold and there is a giant fucking wall and fortress mm-hmm. right at the entrance, um, uh, with plenty of guards there, and there are three guards specifically that are always watching. One from Wizard's Keep, one from Frymont, one from the school. Um, okay. And you have to you have to show your invitation to them too, and be like, "I am allowed to go in." And then from there, they all they all three of them have to appro- like recognize and approve that you are allowed into the Marefold. It's simply like symbolic and also practical of the different like, corners of the Marefold are recognizing that you are allowed in. So if we let her study for a month, would would the travel time be enough to get there within the time that we need to get there? Well, you have someone who's from Mezzalin, so could teleport you there. Okay. Um, and then... Oh, what? I mean, I don't know. I, mean, I think you've mentioned you were from Mezzalin before. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not necessarily that big of like a mystery, I wouldn't think. That's just, that's just the random town that you and Ray were in yeah, okay. doing your stuff. Yeah, it rings a bell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, if you Probably. wanted to... be able to pop, pop right in there. Um, and then uh, from there, it's just a three-day journey, and the okay. ship kind of leaves at all hours. Well, then, if that is our plan, I will... At one point, send a message to Egrim, letting him know what we're doing. Okay. Um, or when we plan to arrive. Okay. Um, he will reply back. Um, very well. Just know that uh, once you arrive, the um, professors will want to deal with the... The, this axe flowers issues present. We have smooth soul. Is there anything that. Are you casting sending again? Yes. I mean, I've, I've got days and days yeah. that conversation. <laughs> um, is there anything you need us to bring or anything we should know before heading there? No. Um, simply bring yourselves. One more. Uh, is that is it at all possible to speak with you privately while I'm there, as well as speaking with 
Professor Ildrax broadly as well. Um, let's cross that bridge when we get there. Steady montage. <laughs> Push it to the limit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so before before we deal with that, yeah. What do you guys want to do in the month? <laughs> you guys, I mean, you're gonna have a month of downtime now. All of a sudden, so, I mean, I fucking bother the shit out of these two numbers. <laughs> this is just totally blindsiding me because I, you guys are just usually such like, okay, we got somewhere to go, we're fucking go. Yeah. So, but I was fully expecting like three days of downtime or whatever. You get the you get the letter, and they're like, all right, let's go, well, and then. <laughs> I'm the guy who reads books constantly. You should have been like, oh no, he definitely. You're talking stick about around. Well, and I'm hoping that drugs. her studying will like help bring the best down, yeah. or you know something like that. Yeah, That's I'll, I'll, I'm gonna have to think about what it'll do, but it'll do something. Along right. Those lines. Yeah. Um, potentially, if yeah. we study well enough. Um, so not just how the spells and all that stuff works, but throw some hypotheticals at me, I guess too. Mm-hmm. Right. If I did this, what would you do? I would probably, if we're going to be here for a whole month, I would probably just make a habit of trying to, uh, like, do practical alchemy lessons with Mecto. Okay. Um, I think I have that sheet still on me somewhere. (laughs) Um, I'll leave all the food stuff to you. Does she charge for those alchemy lessons? Uh, (laughs) She doesn't charge me. <laughs> but I don't know how that's gonna work. I think you persuaded her, like with a really good persuasion check or something like that. Just kidding. Yeah. I mean, like the warlocks are like the super dark horse of persuasion. Like everyone immediately thinks of you know bards, but then all of a sudden the fucking <laughs> the, the warlock with a plus seven of persuasion is like, hey, do this for me. And they're like, you know what? I think I will. <laughs> um, so you. See, I believe you finished reading the second set of books, right? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, you need 64 hours of training, which is two weeks, so yep. that's not even quite half a month. Okay. Um, and then if you wanted to go right into the next set of books, yeah. and then the next set of training, yeah. uh, I guess just for shits and giggles, um, the third set of books uh, <laughs> is uh, called The Art of Alchemy. And when Mechthild gives it to you, she tells you that it is essentially the holy bible of alchemy. Oh. Um, it is old, it is long, it is pretentious, but it has just oodles of very useful information when it comes to more advanced alchemy. Hey, what I would like to do is work on um, the stone. But if I could get some alchemy lessons, not necessarily to become an alchemist, but simply because I think there would be overlap. Okay. The kind of stuff I want to do. How long would it take to... That one is an 8d10 minus your intelligence. Jesus Christ. It is old, it is long, it is pretentious. Minus my intelligence modifier or my intelligence score? Minus modifier. Oh, come on, fuck. So if you're at a plus zero, then it's just a yeah, whatever just 8d10. 8D 10. <laughs> Average of 44 hours. Oh, great, you rolled 10, too. Yeah. Another 10, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> 39. Would Guyver's help on this? No. 
This isn't an ability check. This is just seeing how long it'll take him to read it. Okay. Uh, fifty-nine hours. <laughs> yep. So it'll take you fifty-nine hours of that. Um, and then uh, there's only one other book. Okay. Mixing ingredients and brews. Sounds like what I was So it would take you another, basically, 11 days okay. to read those, unless you want to, like, really math the shit and do your exhaustion points, which that feels like a wizard thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, what, that's, so two weeks, 12 days, and then, so basically another week to do, so three weeks, you have literally just enough time in a month. To do, awesome. Oh, wait, no, it's five weeks. You were one week short of going all the way. Nice! <laughs> you have to go all the way. <laughs> um, you can... Uh, so you have about two weeks... You, you have about two weeks left before... <laughs> no, Jesus, I don't <laughs> The way you just said that just put an awful joke in my mind. <laughs> Can't wait to go all the way with Nectil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Okay, that's your fault, by the way. She's a, she's a hearty lady. So, as you, when you finish the book, you have about two weeks left before you imagine you're going to be heading off to the uh-huh. Marifold, and she says that you need about three weeks worth of practical training. Okay. Um... I'm trying to think if I want to let you do the two weeks and then have one week left because get like just stopping in the middle of uh, yeah, lessons that, is generally yeah. a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, so you have about two weeks basically to do with what you want. If you okay. want, if you want to brew some, like potentially because you have stuff to brew potions like yeah. in your alchemy lab, you have bases and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'll um, I'll try and because I think it still takes me like 32 hours to brew a healing potion from start to finish. It's something like that. It's a it's a week's worth of work, so 8 times 6 is 48. You should, within that time, we should get our horrible, bad idea healing potions back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, she said that it would take a couple months. Yeah, it would take months. I'm going to get one of those dragon, bottles of dragon poison. Yeah. So we're, those are going to be Oh, named. yeah. So you're going to have another one. I mean, you already have a card for it, yeah, so you have yeah, two yeah, of yeah. those, basically. Yeah. Make sure that one is thoroughly labeled. <laughs> They're like last-ditch healing potions. So <laughs> right. like... I don't know, man. Llama, he's supposed to be dead! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it will probably like parts of your soul to drink that shit. I feel like it'd be super good for you. Maybe. Okay. You're welcome to find out. <laughs> so yeah, I'll just try and spend... You know, the remaining downtime just kind of up in the lab, 
toss some stuff around, see if I can make any healing potions. So, um, because of how far you've gotten, uh-huh. you can just brew healing potions. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> Sweet. Is there instantly? Yeah. Do I have, like, any... Um, I was going to ask you if I had any items, but I haven't written down. I don't have shit that's like weird stuff that I could try and experiment with. Yeah, and the weird stuff's usually the catalyst. I don't think you found any like weird catalysts. Because the base is just how, con- how like the rarity, the herbs decide what it does, and then the catalyst decides, like, can add it. The catalyst just, ma- like, there's just basic catalysts that don't do anything, but then there are some catalysts that add extra. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, based on, I don't know how many healing herbs you have, but in two weeks you could potentially make two healing potions if you have the herbs. I, toy. <coughs> I only have one bundle of healing herbs. If you have one bundle, I feel like, I think I remember that being about three potions worth. Oh, and yes. that's for two common healing potions. Okay, so you have, yeah, you have two, you brew, you managed to brew... So much to your surprise, because you like you have all this practice, like theoretical knowledge. Yeah, and you but I've never really actually like, yeah. been able to do it. And you're sitting there, and you're kind of like nervous, because this is your first time doing any of this kind of stuff without. Because like with Nickfield, obviously she was having you brew potions with her, mm-hmm. um, or at least like go through the motions, yeah. but you've never done it by yourself. Yeah, she was all like, "No, nope, not that one." <laughs> <laughs> and so you and so you're sitting there, and now you're like, "I have no one to just tell me, nope, that's wrong." Yeah. Um, and I just have to do it myself. I guess actually make an intelligence check with advantage. Okay. <laughs> and add your proficiency bonus. Oh wow, they're the exact same roll. Both suck. So being eleven. So that is enough. Okay. Um, yes. All you needed really was a ten because like it's one of those things you sit there. It's basically you have to have enough confidence in your knowledge, mm-hmm. and you you're nervous. But you're like, okay, I, I've done this. I think I can put this together. Mesut says healing potions are boring, so that means let's, let's write on my alley. <laughs> um, and you, by the end of two weeks, put together two basic healing potions. Nice. Yes. I did it. <laughs> I'm so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Every, whenever I make the first healing potion, I'm just going to... Run around the house screaming? Yes. I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the door. keep it yeah. down. <laughs> I'm to it's quiet hours. <laughs> Oh, the dorms during finals weeks when it was like forgot. double final, okay. double quiet hours. Uh, um, War flashbacks. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, and then, so uh, Rain, you said you were wanting to work on like distillery stuff. Like, what are you just like? Well, I can continue to help. Um, Eldon is his name. Yeah, but he does more brewing than distillery. Yeah. Stuff. Uh, so if. Mechtel would be interested in teaching me. I tell her I'm, I'm looking at this not necessarily as becoming an alchemist, but because I'm looking at other sort of chemical enterprises. And I think <laughs> alchemy might, Yikes. might be similar. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, that would be a nine. Oh, oh. Uh, you're gonna have to give me some more details. I don't really want to be responsible for teaching some the the person who poisons the whole town with his shitty beer. No, 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 no. Well, all right. Am I there? Right. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you the truth that uh, that I'm a monk, and that uh, on occasion, for meditative purposes, I actually use mind-altering substances. That sounds like some. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I told you it was drugs. <laughs> I don't think 
I mean, well, you know what? Honestly, I feel like drugs is better than uh, than trying to get into like really deadly poisons that you're just gonna disseminate through alcohol. No, but... no, no. This would be stuff that I will use myself. But what I would like to do is enhance simply alcoholic effects or possibly other mind-altering effects. You know, I mean, there's. I might have a book that I'm willing to sell to you that will give you because if you know how to distill. Yes. Then you're going to know how to put it into... It, it, a lot of alchemy is distilled. Like, a lot of the most important effects from alchemy come from the distillation process. Well, what I was thinking of is, yes, I know how to do the distillation process, but I don't necessarily know how to take other ingredients that aren't ordinarily used in liquor that might be used in other potions. And I mean, from what I... I, I, know, I have a base knowledge of how brewing... And distillation works just from being an alchemist. You just make the mash, right? You make them, you put it, and then. So I, theoretically, I mean, I've never done it before. Theoretically, though, you could just take the alchemical ingredient that does the thing, stick it in the mash, and then it'll give you something. It's probably not going to be as potent as, uh, as an actual potion because you don't use the catalysts and the bases to really try and strengthen it. But you're ne- you're never going to be able to get a base and a catalyst to survive in a mash. That I can do. <clears throat> Even if there are other magical forces at work to, like, bind it in there? I mean, I don't know what the hell you're talking about for doing that. I mean, I guess in some fantasy world where maybe that's possible, maybe. Well, if you have a book I can study... I'll know. give you... A, I can give you a book on some ingredients. Okay. Um... She gives you a book called Scavenging Materials. Um, I've had that book for forever. How about 20 gold pieces? That'll work. <laughs> nice <meta> joke there. <laughs> I wasn't necessarily intending that, but that's just... <laughs> and do I need to... First of all, let me reduce my... Money here by 20 gold, you said? Yeah. So 195, 175. Hmm. Okay. Because what I'm doing, this is sort of halfway to the GM and halfway also to her. Yeah. Is okay, alcohol has certain effects. Uh-huh. And being a I don't know if she would even know what a drunken master is. No. (laughs) But it's not the only psychoactive substance out there. There's different kinds. Certainly not. Mushrooms and crystals and all kinds of stuff. Don't get in too deep. (laughs) There's some stuff that will uh, really screw up your life. Get into it a little bit too much. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, it'd be. I mean, if you want, how long it'll take you to read <clears throat> it? It's five d six minus your intelligence modifier, which is uh, zero. So it's five d six. Oh, ten, sixteen. Sixteen hours worth of reading. Two days. All right. On the dot. 
it's it's basically an, it gives you an idea of alchemical ingredients, and um, you now have a, the ability to use a survival check. Do you have proficiency in survival? I think you do. Uh, no, but I have a plus one. Okay, so well, but so when you're scavenging for specifically alchemical ingredients, you can use your proficiency modifier to um, do a survival check to look for stuff. Okay. Or you could also like help Locke because he that's what he does too. <laughs> Um, he he read that exact book. <laughs> um, anything else? I mean, because that's I mean that takes you like so it's like three days worth of your time. <laughs> there any place nearby outside town where I can go scavenge? Uh, there's the staffless wilds. Um, See, if, if I carry my staff, now I'll be staffless anymore. <laughs> 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 Get out. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yes. How do you how do you just do that though? It's every every name I have, you have something. And then do it to me in my campaign too. I just don't know how. <laughs> well, but like like most of the time it's just like really shitty, like, oh that sounds vaguely sexual. He has like a like a dad pun every single time. <laughs> It's a Oh my lord. Anyway, okay. So if you want to go to the Staffless Wilds to scavenge um, for like a month, I mean, I'll assume you come back just about. I mean, well, yeah. it's about a day's worth of travel. So you have to like basically spend a day to get out there and then you're going to have to camp for a night. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Everybody rugged when you get back. Like, so, well, are you wanting to do like extended periods of time, or are you wanting to do like just literally one day, one day there, like travel there for a day, one day there, travel one day back, spend yeah, a day? Yeah, let's do that one day at a time. That way, if I run into trouble, it won't be more than a day until the rest. So of that's where that's going to require some fucking math on my. Well, part. what if you? I don't know, Dorian, if you have anything to do, and if not, I mean, I don't realize like we could just go and make a camping trip of it. We're going say, back and forth. If you have the hat and shit goes down, you guys could just yeah, you can pop back. Yeah. All right, too. that'll work if you want to go And I'm pretty good at scavenging for stuff. There we go. Specifically let's mushrooms. Well, I don't know about pretty good, but yeah, I have some knowledge. <laughs> you know a lot about poisonous mushrooms, which, I mean, you, I, you know, psycho, psychoactive mushrooms are generally considered poisonous to some degree. So you know some that are like, they're poisonous because they hurt you, but... Keep them out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Like, you might have a bellyache, but you're going to see some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna still have, be what you're looking for. You're going to wake up the next morning shitting your guts out, but... <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but the night before, you're going to have a good this time. With the stomach remedy. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, so, we yeah, can do a, a long camping trip then. Okay, how long do you want to do? Mm, We're going to be about like we got five about weeks here in town, did we decide? Yeah, about five weeks. Which, by the way, a couple weeks in is going to be the Night of Solemn Remembrance, and then the festival, which I was not planning to have for a while, but um, if you're going to be there for a month, you have first um, the Night of Solemn Remembrance, which is the end of like the like New Year's, except it's, it's Night of Solemn Remembrance is like a solemn ceremony Remembering those who have passed throughout the year, and like, um, like you have to sit with the governor for that one. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the next day, the New Year's Day is called the Festival of the Platinum Sun. Um, I do not have got like jack shit planned for that festival, but I guess we can pick that like because we only have like forty five minutes left anyway. Um, we can just say, hey, by the way, in the middle of your month of downtime, there'll be this festival. Um, but. 
if you want to be present for the festival, you'll, you don't want your camping trip to be more than like a week and a half. Well, let's do a week and a half, festival, and then the rest of it on another outing. Yeah, that makes sense. The rest of us for the rest. Okay, so then... Uh, See, it's not just me. <laughs> for the survival... I'll say the Stathos Wilds in general is not a super dangerous place. The most dangerous thing in there absolutely fucking loves you guys. Uh, the Winter Wolf okay. that you guys freed. Oh, man, I want to talk to that next time I get a chance. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you want... Walking to Woodstar Hound. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, you, you don't really encounter anything dangerous anytime in the Staffless Wilds. Um, I guess you've seen a couple owl bears, but owl bears, you know, I like to treat them like actual bears. They're like, you know, I don't, you don't yeah, fuck with models. me, I don't fuck with you. Yeah. Just whatever. Also, um, I, I mean, owl bears, I just think it would be so cool just to see one and just be like, huh, look at that fucking crazy looking <laughs> <laughs> And just watch it and just be like, hmm, that's cool. I just see the ones from WoW, just the way they waddle around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, for the way of survival checks, who are you guys going to each make survival checks? Are you going to have one of you guys do it with advantage? Because I'll have you make a couple. Uh, let's do each our own. Plus three, yeah, that's fine. Okay. So, uh, I want you guys each to make, for a week and a half, three survival checks. Okay. 18. 8. 10. Yeah, plus three, so... 21, 11, 13. Yep. Uh, okay, four. and I also have plus three because you said I got no yeah. proficiency. What is my proficiency? Plus three. So plus four if you have a plus one. Yeah. Nine. Yep. And 18. And 16. Okay. So the Staffless Wilds is a really boring forest um, <laughs> as, the way, as, way, as far as things go. Um, especially because it's there are usually foresters um, present to kind of help keep the, the forest tended. Like a hiking trail of a forest? Eh, it's not that tame. But it's um, it's maintained it's more maintained than other forests. Gotcha. You have a feeling in the secluded forest there were probably some fucked up shit in there. <laughs> um, but because of two very high rolls on your part over the course of the week and a half, um, I would say uh, and I'll imagine you I mean you're also you're like helping Rain, you're also looking for Stuff for your own uses. You managed to find one mushroom, like, and I mean, you know immediately when you see it, it's like this, like, deep purple with these bright pink polka dots. Um, poisonous as fuck. Um, so poisonous, you don't even want to look at. Like to the point where you actually know you have to like, you have to be very careful not to handle the cap because just like it has contact poison. Um, from uh, touching the cat. Just need some just giant, like, <laughs> something to pick it up. And there's out. the sexual joke. And then, uh, you manage to find, for Rain's purposes, uh, you find a set of, um, or like a, a decent patch of, um, I'm trying to think what I want to call this. Um, uh, Hey, well, it's moss. It's um. Uh, yeah, that be, this isn't the right climate for peyote. I'm trying to think of what. God, I'm, there's a city. I'm talking about. Taldorian moss. Taldorian moss. Um. Doesn't always grow up farthest north, but you see it kind of rarely. Uh, one of those things. Uh, you eat a little bit of that, you're gonna you're gonna be seeing some shit for. 
Okay, well, I will harvest a fair amount of it, but I'm going to make sure that I leave enough that it can keep going, and I'll try to remember okay. the area. Are you making absinthe? Mm. <laughs> Fuck, can you imagine absinthe with psychedelic drugs in it? Doesn't that yeah. actually yeah. exist? Oh, yeah, I think the probably. Well, I, mean, I, thought, I thought you would know more than I would because I think overseas the real absinthe. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the absinthe we get here is bullshit. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never had absinthe. absinthe. I've never even had schnapps. I probably should have tried it when I was in Germany. It's, uh, they refer to it as the green fairy because mm. apparently when you drink enough of the real absinthe, you will start to hallucinate a yeah. green fairy. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, and, that, and then you guys head back. Um, Dormy, is there anything else you want to do um, just while you're out on your camping trip? Um, yeah, I'm good. All right. Um, Light small fires. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then I guess. The stars, so play some tunes. Are you guys going to be lame and bored up and study during the festival too, or are you going to? I mean, it's up to you. It's your trial. <laughs> <laughs> your life hangs in the balance. You want to yeah. stay? I'll stay with you. I think a day would not hurt my prospects. It might even does, help. but it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, also it might help because like yeah. just studying on. So now, yeah. I will. I'm gonna have you guys make your. I'm gonna have you make your checks for the month, just so that's out of the way, and then that way I'll have just a bunch of numbers to look at and go. Hmm, I wonder what the fuck this is gonna be. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or I guess come tell me a plan. What are you going to study? Like. What schools? What, like, what are your methods? Try to give me an idea, so that way uh, that'll give me an idea also of how this will help. Or where this will help. Okay. Well, how many schools of magic are there? I want to say there's eight. Um, okay, that's not all. Well, we don't have books on all those subjects, do we? Yeah. You have, because there's... Let me see if I can do this off the top of my head. Illusion, evocation, necromancy, abjuration... Um, Divination. Divination. Transmutation. Transmutation, which is your field. Um, uh, <laughs> um, no, we didn't move the wonky ones. Um, Time magic. Uh, man, this is making me feel bad. I used to be able to do this very easily. Uh, <laughs> Conjuration. Conjuration. Duh, that was the one. Yeah. Uh, freaked out about. Uh oh, god! And now uh, the last one's like on the tip of my tongue. Conjuration, conjuration, divination, enchantment. Enchantment. Yeah. Evocation, illusion, uh, necromancy, and transmutation. Could I ask if, like, I know that he can't cast magic anymore, but would Sizzle be able to maybe like tutor in subjects that we don't have? Uh. I mean, potentially, he has never really had. Power, um, just because obviously the, the the surge happened before he became a, a cleric. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, if you ask him, he says, "I mean, I, I don't have a lot of pra- practical experience, but I, I can I can try I, what I know, which is Anything limited." Would be yeah. um, and his a lot of his knowledge actually seems to be largely evocation based. Um, you get a sense from he spent a lot of time with Ildrex before they kind of parted ways. Sweet, um, and. Uh, so he helps. So he so he'll he'll kind of help you with evocation tutoring, um, which he's more than happy to do. He's he seems happy to have something else to do other than you know dust. Right. <laughs> what about could we pull anybody from the Noshida? 
to help in druidic magic? Druidic magic's not really a subject. Okay. Because it's like, it's kind of like, he, the only reason he knows about evocation stuff is because of he's a, a cleric of Mistra and of his background. Mm-hmm. Yes, but... Clerics... Extra credit. Uh, there is no extra. Is there <laughs> any... Uh, I mean, maybe I could just ask around to fill any holes that you have. Yeah. If anybody in the Noshida is an expert in something. They don't really seem to really know very much about arcane magic. Because, okay. um, like, yeah, because the clerics in... Um, Druids cast a kind of divine magic. Um, so, like I said, the only reason Cicero really knows anything is because of his background. Any other cleric might not know that much about arcane magic. What about the guy that used to own our house? Yeah, Leodor. Thank you. You know, he was a really powerful illusionist. And we don't have any illusionary... Oops. You have a primer on illusion magic, but it's, it's real basic. Well, then, can I send a message to him and see if I can persuade him to help us out? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> I'd be willing to pay him, if that helps. Okay. That'll, that'll affect the DC. Is that bookstore that I like to go to that he's not as welcome in to have any I know, I thought books? about asking her too, but I don't think she's going to... And he's not a dwarf, is he? No. He's an elf. Fifteen. Why the heck not? I don't have anything better to do. <laughs> um, um, and so he comes back, and he and he and so he'll he'll spend a little bit of time helping you tutor with illusionary magic. And he actually the fireplace is he uses he seems to be quite proud of this fireplace because you know that there is a fire constantly roaring that is warm and will can, or can potentially hurt you, mm-hmm. but is totally an illusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he goes into kind of the details of like creating illusions in such a way, like generally with an illusion. Um, it, it, it always loses its power once the, 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 the somebody knows that it's an illusion, and so he goes into like, he starts to go into some complex shit that you're like your eyes kind of start to glaze <laughs> over, where you're like, this is not my expertise. So it's like the illusory fire, you really burn yourself. It's, I mean, it, 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 in a way, um, he talks about like how if you don't know that it's an illusion, then you're so convinced that this is a real fire that when you reach in. It's like it's technically it's psychic. Fit, like psychic damage, but like it feels like it's, like heat. That's um, um, and so he'll help you with. Uh, let me write some of this stuff down. Um, yeah. <laughs> We've got Feywild magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, you've got a book on Feywild magic. Uh-huh. And then you said we had introductory illusion. Yeah, and so and the Feywild, it's interesting because it has it has a fair amount of illusionary stuff in there, mm-hmm. um, but there's also a decent amount about like talking about enchantment magic, um, because the Feywild seems to have this really weird obsession and, and kind of connection with enchantment magic, and you know and you know from your own half elf background that that creatures from the Fey or with Fey origins tend to be quite resistant to enchantment magic in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just to shake things up, since we don't have anything on transmutation magic, mm-hmm. I would say you should teach a class to, like, me about transmutation magic. Just to brush up, like, a, just as an exercise to brush up on what you already know. A good idea. And every, day, <laughs> every day, spend a little time with that necromancy book. Yeah. And the book, so the book on Orcus, it... Like touches it's it's less of a magic of necromancy and more of like origin and reason 
or, or necromancy. It's 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 a little bit more of a religious tone to a degree. It's it's worded very technically in a lot of ways, but it's more about like the religion of Orcus. Tough. Could I? Because I know that I can get like raised dead and uh, animate dead and. Stuff I mean, so like you that. can briefly talk about the, on those aspects of necromancy. Right. Yeah, I mean, I know it's not going to be super helpful to do that. It seems I've like seen I would know a thing or two mm-hmm. about a thing or two. Death War, it seems like. Is that? I have a couple of necromancy. That actually might be That's transmutation. Oh, no, I'm looking at Control R. I was going to say, how the hell is Death War transmutation? I, I do have, like, cause fear. Yeah, so you've That's got like, a, probably a basic working knowledge of what are we missing? You have illusion, invocation, enchantment, transmutation. Divination. Um, divination. Oh, there's, so you're missing divination. You're missing conjuration. Um, conjuration. Abjuration. Uh, yeah, you're missing abjuration. Can I? I feel like I would know quite a bit about divination. Um, okay. Or at least, I mean, you have some working knowledge of divination. Right. Oh, it makes me more nervous thinking about it. <laughs> so abjuration. Is what we're missing, and yeah. conjuration. Conjuration. Well, I don't really know. Well, I'll say you have a pretty weak bit of necromancy. Like yeah. you have this religious book of Orcus, essentially, and you have your knowledge of like the restorative properties of necromancy, but you don't have a lot on like raising the dead and those and the other aspects. Because right. necrom- necromancy is kind of a big school, right? Would uh, Leodor have any suggestions on where we could find resources on conjuration necromancy? Nowhere outside the manifold. <laughs> Especially Plus. conjuration magic. Conjura- well, necromancy, sure, that's hard to find anywhere. But conjuration yes. magic um, is generally um, dangerous if you're stupid. <laughs> and a lot of the people outside of the manifold are quite stupid when it comes to magic. <laughs> uh, he usually didn't have this strong of a list. I don't know why I'm going so hard on it. But yeah, I, I don't mind it. Yeah, I dig it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> so, really? um, You'd have to go into the math world, I think, to really find the good experts on it. It's been so nice being there talking with other intellectuals. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't really have any good suggestions either, especially after um, living here for so long. I just kind of hold up in my home because nobody really cared about me anyway, and I didn't give a shit about them. I have Nobody's an idea. I have an idea, but it's a long shot. <coughs> the dragon cave. <coughs> we can dig our way into that. Or teleport our way into that. Didn't we burn that shit to the ground? Yeah, I think we did burn everything to the ground. Yeah. There are no more books. (laughs) Yeah, there are definitely no more books. Well, it seems like we've covered most bases. Mm -hmm. And this is just. I mean. I I start having panic attacks all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that also makes some like late night cookies, like you know how the dorms would do for like. During finals week, she's like she recognizes that you guys are doing something stressful, and so well, she like makes some extra cookies and brownies for you guys. And I feel like by the time the festival happens, like your hair is all fucking crazy, <laughs> same shit that doesn't make sense, <coughs> writing the same word over and over again in the notebook. Well, I, to my knowledge, we haven't been like staying up and like taking points of exhaustion. I know, but have you ever studied for just like days well, and hours of time? I mean, even your yeah, mind starts to do fucking. Spending up a time. whole day just studying yeah. is is something else. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't like it. 
So based on what I had, what I'm getting here, you basically have five different schools of magic cover, mm-hmm. or I guess kind of six. Although the enchantment and illusion are kind of put together a little bit. Okay. Um, and there are five weeks conveniently. Um, do you guys want to spend basically like a week on each topic with what you've got? So we so we can say for what you you guys kind of brainstorm with what you've got. You figure you've got five weeks. Spend a week on each topic. Yep. So you're leaving out conjuration. Um, you've got a little bit of necromancy, but you've got not much. So you're, you're leaving out conjuration, you're leaving out abjuration, um, and uh, that actually would be it. That's an eight, then, because enchantment is technically... I mean, that's eight. most subjects. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's as solid of a plan as we can come up with. So he was telling me about this the other day. He's gonna make because I wanted to warn her of like you're gonna have to do some actual studying for this. If yeah. You, like, uh, okay. Yeah, like, just because like you want. I mean, obviously your best course of action is you want to be able to just answer the question and yeah. not have to make the check. If I could help you study for real and help you take this test, I would because I love studying this stuff. I do it passively. Um, okay, so I'm gonna have you basically make one Arcana check for every week. Um, so for every kind of subject area, and you'll get advantage because you're helping him. Woo! Um, so this will your first one will be for illusion slash enchantment. Leodor helping you with illusion, and um, the book on the Feywild helping you with enchantment. Okay, with advantage, thankfully, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next week on evocation, scissor all helping you with evocation, and then using kind of your own knowledge as you've done a lot of self-studying with evocation as well. Okay, so is that also? It's, it's always Unirk's always helping you. So even on the ones where like you didn't find anyone else, you still get advantage. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Okay. Um, transmutation. You start trying to review your own materials by giving lessons to Unirk. Um, that's still him helping you, though, so you still get advantage. You'll have advantage on all of these. Yes, 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 yes. 27. Yeah. <laughs> she knows about some shit. Okay. <laughs> Necromancy. <laughs> okay. I probably learned a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> 18. 18's not bad. Yeah, I was going to say, well, Yenrik helping you. Oh, come Ooh. on, come on, come on. Ah, Yeesh. 15. Yenrik's not a good teacher, apparently. You're a bad student. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just suck at learning. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, once um, Dorme and I get back, when we're back from getting ready for the mm-hmm. festival. Yeah. You'll basically have like a day or two of preparation before the festival. Or before the Night of Solemn Remembrance, and the no. next day is the festival of the Platinum Sun. We can give you a little bit of extra oomph on your studying. I knew it. What you and I can do is in the next room, we can have mock trials where we practice as attorneys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> <even> imagine. <laughs> I feel like it would be like, it's like one of those things where you guys are, t- like, like you three are even like in the other room, like, and you always do the one thing, like one of you is the judge and the other two are the lawyers. <laughs> I just and then imagine like, they you guys are totally serious and think you're actually doing some like mock like court stuff, but then like someone walks in and they're like, are these like children playing judge or whatever? Essentially, essentially it's a bunch of kids playing doctor. We're all like, we don't know what these things are. Maybe a stethoscope. Here's a scalpel. 
Inadmissible, you are. Yeah, exactly. You're a contempt. I object. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> or it'd be like, oh um, uh, god, what's that Ace Attorney game or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I've never played it. I've never really seen it. But isn't it like super wild, like constant objections and things like that? Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for recess. <laughs> oh, Jim Court's in recess. Go and play. Yeah. yeah. And now we will have recess. <laughs> All right. Now, I don't have jack shit playing for the sex books. I was not expecting it to happen this session. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not really a whole lot that I would want to do at a festival, really. Okay, so, uh, I mean, this is essentially how it works. So, the Night of Solemn Remembrance. Um, I kind of thought about what I would do for, I guess, the religious parts of this. The Night of Solomon Remembrance, but you go to, um, for Yerndal's Gate, it's going to be probably just Bahamut for both. Um, you know, Timora is a very, I mean, uh, Granny Mayo mentions that for a lot of, um, or generally Timora is, uh, is, uh, is used a lot of the times as the goddess to go for for the Night of Solomon Remembrance, because uh, the Night of Solomon Remembrance is the year is ending, um, let us remember those who have passed and things that have happened this year, both good and bad. Um, and so there's usually a bit on, um, and so like at, you guys, everyone goes to the Temple of Bahamut, but it, they actually invite in a priestess of Taimora um, to give the sermon, essentially, and she talks about um, praising that uh, those, um, saying like not to mourn those who have lost, but rejoice that they have reached the end of their path, and you know, that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, wishing everyone a, a, a good journey into the next year and such. And then the next day for the festival, I mean, there are games and such. There are various prizes to be won. I mean, none of it's going to be like a magic. You're not going to get a magic item for all yeah. I was going to say, like, is there any merchants that would have any cool shit? Otherwise, I mean, like, it's mostly like, it's, it's, a, it's a big kind of like New Year's Day festival kind of thing. It's all like little knickknacks. Everyone's just trying to not be too serious and uh-huh. just have fun. Um, and the, the beginning of that day, though, is religious as you is. It's the festival of the platinum sun starts with everyone goes back to the temple of Bahamut. And then this time praising Bahamut and his work as the leader of the pantheon. And, um, then may he lead us into a prosperous year and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then the festival commences. I mean, you guys can play games and do what you wish. I guess this will make it easier on me trying to think of games to do yep. tabletop RPGs. I've got a whole yeah. list of them. <coughs> um, if you ever need any. I might. Uh, excuse me. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, you guys can do what you want to relax yep. for that time. Cool. Can we get drunk? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I found some mushrooms. You guys want to eat those? <laughs> <laughs> well, you found some moss. <laughs> some yeah, you've got some mushrooms. Yeah, you don't want to eat his mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I found some stuff we shouldn't eat. eat <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I feel like that one, uh, like, gif or whatever I've ever seen. It's like, I have the most poisonous blade ever. And he, like, licks yeah, it. Yeah, like, like, I shouldn't have like, licked it. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> 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 I mean, if you guys want to imbibe yourself, you can, of course, feel free. There are a lot of exotic drinks about. I mean, they're, they're kind of, like, from all over the place. Um, there's some Teutonian beers and such, um, which uh, Sigmund asked you to bring some back. Which you guys actually, I think, you won the arm wrestling contest, didn't you? 
I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so you guys actually have this giant-ass cask of Teutonian beer in your basement now. Huh. And Sigmund does ask if he, if he may be okay that he partakes at time to time. No! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you stay far, far away from it. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's another pie-eating contest if you wish to partake. Um, no, the last one didn't turn out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> which man you, you get a sense thinking about it man they made that pie to like make you throw up if you're eating it that fast because mm-hmm. it, it was it was thick well I guess the crust was nice and like crispy and airy but like the, the filling was just like dense <laughs> yeah. and super sugary and yeah. it was you get the sense of it would have been fucking delicious yeah. or it, you actually with rain since that's kind of the way he eats in any way it was fucking delicious yeah on the way down. <laughs> Less so on the way up. Yeah, various games. Um, you get the sense walking around to, um, or I guess actually, Nordak does invite you for the both the Night of Solemn Remembrance and the um, Festival of the Platinum Sun to sit with him. Um, and he says this is another way of like, like he says, one, because you are my friends. And I want you to sit next to me. Two, because people gossip like shit in this fucking city, and if they see you sitting with me, they like me, so they'll be like, well, maybe they're not that bad. Right, yeah, I think it's a good idea to do all that. Uh, Plus, it kind of seems like we're becoming a force of, like, some kind of force in this city, so, yeah, I do. No whoopee cushions this time, I promise. (laughs) There's less opportunity for whoopee cushions this time as well. And so, when sitting with Nordak, you do sit kind of at the front. There's basically, like, the the various temples. in the city, their clerics all sit towards the, the, the clerics and their guests sit up towards the front, um, and then like on the other aisle, oh sorry, the aisle basically the is like where the city government kind of sits, um, and uh, I guess also for the Temple of Bahamut, this is the first time you guys have ever been there. It's massive. You guys have walked by it several times, just never really like inquired as to what it was. Uh, it is the building. So you see uh, center where Yenrik's pointing top left of that. Nope, the left. No, 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 sorry, not that far. Mm-hmm. Like right next to the center. Uh, no, I'm just going <laughs> to <Just, laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was thinking you were going to take You need a laser right pointer. Oh, gotcha. That's the Temple of Bahamut. I gotcha. Um, nice. So about as big or if actually bigger than your manor. Um, yeah. I guess I drew it a little smaller than the Temple of Pelor, but it's kind of, it's, it's narrower but taller. Okay. Um, and the, the way the seating kind of works is there's, like, those two aisles on the floor, and then they're, like, almost like bleacher seats, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and a beautiful temple. Everything is just, like, there are so many things covered in silver and platinum. It's just, like, you walk in in the morning, oh, my God, it's fucking bright in here. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially compared to my temple. <laughs> yeah, maybe you get a little bit of temple envy. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> and you see the, the, the various clerics are dressed in these, like, um, silver robes that are that just glister beautifully to look like platinum, <laughs> and um, you get the sense that, and you, I mean, you would know a little bit as being a cleric as well. The temples of Bahamut tend to have the money yeah, 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 and, and the power because Bahamut is considered the leader of the pantheon, and so uh, even people who aren't rel- like don't necessarily have a particular god that they're super into, they're usually like, yeah, Bahamut's a pretty important person to pray to every now and then if you really need something, right. Um, yeah, and so then, then you guys go back to studying after that, mm-hmm. and then you guys, and so you guys would do another, um, uh, about a week and a half, <laughs> and you um, so I guess do another three survival checks. Everybody can do another three survival checks as well. 
I started accusing Bailey. 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 Again, Stathis Wilds is a little boring. There's not a lot of really exciting things here to have. It's pretty high DC to find the kind of stuff you guys are looking for. Um, so, uh, Rain, you managed to find you, you managed to find two things. Um, one is uh, um, the it's a it's called Dreamer's Briar. Um, it's a kind of uh, flower where like the needles have this uh, or the the what are those called thorns um, or the briars uh, have this slight um, like sap in them that when ingested causes heavy psychedelic effects. Um, it's kind of it's kind of one of those ones where you don't you're not having psychedelic effects while conscious. It like conks you out and you have some sh- crazy fucking dreams. Um, and then you find, um... You wake up and you've eaten somebody's face. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucked. Uh, let's see. I would love to mention that I'm making all this shit up on the spot, by the way. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Uh, let's see. Um, say you find a psychedelic flower. I'll think of something else. Uh, it's it's a flower where the petals have a very... This one's a, a little bit lighter. It doesn't... Uh, it's it's more like a really light acid trip where you're not necessarily seeing, like, visions. It's just your visions going, like, woo, colors. colors yeah. <laughs> um, and then, Dorme, I'd say you managed to find... Um, you, you notice that Rain's having some decent success on his own, so you kind of, like, I'll let him do his thing and look for my some, some of my stuff. Um, and with your check, I'd say you managed to find... So the, that mush, those mushrooms that you found for fucking rare, you actually managed to find a second one. Okay. Oh. And they like they usually they're one of those things like they're so goddamn toxic they usually don't grow like grow in big patches. There's usually right. one that pops up and then every, like everything else around it fucking dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. so you manage so you have a, a second one. Okay. All right. I'm gonna call the session there. I know it's a little early, but yeah, all right. um, I just don't have enough prepared to. Well, it sounds like we've done everything we need to do, and next time. Yeah, and, uh, well, I guess, so if you guys want, you can head to Mezzalin. I guess we could, I have that stuff prepared, if you guys want to head to Mezzalin and then get on the boat. Might as well. Sure. Is there anything you want to do in Mezzalin? Is there, what is there to do in Mezzalin? You head to Mezzalin and get on the boat. I mean, that, if that's all you want to do, that's all you, I mean, you could look around if you want, but. I mean, we're, I feel like we're kind of on a time crunch now, aren't we? Well, then let's just grab a, grab a rock, you know? And it's, I mean, it's definitely easy enough because with Dorme, yeah, you even know, I mean, from your days in here, you know some back alleys and you know several that are close to the docks. Um, and so you manage to teleport the party into a place where no one sees you. Um, and there's a shady enough place. There are little bits of rock and rubble around where you can pick one up. Cool. Um, let's see. Let me actually get my stuff out for. How do you spell Mezzalin? M-E-S-E-L-I-N. That one's a little bit easier than some of the other ones. <laughs> I'm gonna put the rock in my inventory. Ah. Ah. 
Master of Admission. That's what the <laughs> um, person's name that you have to go find. Okay. Um, so you, you go you go to the docks, um, and you actually recognize him in Austriana. He, he, imagine he probably doesn't recognize you because he's a lot of people, but um, uh, he's just a, an elf male uh, with. He seems to be wearing pretty simple leather armor. Um, it's not even necessarily like super protective. It's mostly just a like a, a stat, like a kind of status showing thing that like, hey, I'm, it's I'm like here, a security vest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, doesn't seem to be carrying any kinds of weapons or anything, but has, like, a ledger. Um, and, uh, you, he kind of says, so, are you looking for admissions into the manifold? May I see? <laughs> he looks over it, and he checks his ledger. All right, you're good. Um, boat will be leaving in a couple hours. It'll be a three-day journey. Um, what you guys do notice as you're walking around Meslin, um, what elves! Around here, you guys know you're in Central right now, mostly like historically Elven Nation. It's pretty multicultural at this point, but um, there are still lots of elves. Um, and in general, I'd say you notice the city's a little bit dirty, a little, at, and especially near the docks. But overall, nice-ish city. Um, the boat you get on is um, not terribly large. It's like a like a two-mast um, kind of passenger ship. Uh, as far as the trip there, it takes three days. Is there anything you guys want to do on the boat, particularly like any role play things? Um, you guys are there with there are a couple other people that seem to be going to the Marifold, um, but they all seem fairly private. <laughs> if you want to try and talk to them, cram session study. <laughs> I guess yeah, I actually, what quizzing? I might just ask around to see if anybody knows any. Are you a student? Are you a wizard? <laughs> like let them know that we're trying to study and we're missing these subjects. If anybody would be willing to tutor in those in this time, I'd like to fish. Okay, uh, you're you can only really fish for the first day. After the after that, you get into some ice fields. Um, Ooh, I could go seal hunting. <laughs> could use the staff for a club, <laughs> brother. <laughs> um, you find someone who um, seems to have at least a passing interest in conjuration. Um, they're not like a professor by any means, and they're not like a, the super super specialist, but they they know some stuff. More than what we know. Yeah. Go ahead and make an arcana check. Just a single one, not with advantage on this one. Fuck yeah. Not with advantage. Though. You also have expertise. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I've been rolling like shit. Nineteen. Ooh, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, plus anyway. ten to that roll. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> then, uh, so yeah, you do that. Um, your fishing is uh, pretty uneventful. There aren't a lot of fish in this area. Um, on the second day, you guys actually come across. Which this doesn't surprise you terribly much because you've read that book. Um, you guys eventually kind of come across an ice field. Um, and the boat does not seem to be slowing down. It is just heading straight to the ice field. Um, eventually... Iceberg! <laughs> um, well, it's not even like bergs. It's just literally like field of just flat ice. Like, the, the, just part, like big chunks of frozen ocean. Um, and as you... Eventually you get to a point where you're like, Oh shit, we're gonna fucking run aground on this goddamn shit. You pass through. And uh, yeah. It seems to be some kind of illusion. Nice. Um, trying to think if there's anything, I, if there's something I might need to double check for. 
I guess, so I need, I need an honest answer. Is there anyone that has ill intentions for things that they want to do in the Mirrorfold? Ill intentions? No. 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 Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> Unless you count some dad jokes. <laughs> no. <laughs> you get a slight headache. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then on the third day, you guys eventually come across, you, as you're approaching, you see um, a landmass. As you get closer and closer, it seems to just be this massive mountain range um, that just extends for miles to either direction. Uh, and essentially, and you guys notice as you're sailing, you're basically sailing through this kind of, like, almost perfect channel through the ice field. Um, like, it, the ice field just seems to stop in a certain, like, at a certain distance from either direction of you two heading pretty much down this exact center. Um, and eventually, as you start to approach what looks to be like a kind of makeshift docks, excuse me, you see there is a bit of a landing and a gap in between the mountain range. Um, that leads into what looks to be a somewhat forest, forested area, and rising out of the forest, probably a good mm, oh, four or five miles off from the shore, um, there is what looks to be a massive wall erected um, with several towers, and you can see a fort behind it um, that looks quite well fortified. Um, as you land, you, it takes you a couple hours to walk up to the gate, and as you approach, you see... Um, Three figures at the gate. At the gate. These must be the custom officials. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> um, and as as you approach, uh, the one in the center yells halt. And there are you see the one in the center. He's wearing just like a like a chainmail shirt um, with kind of brigandine like padded leggings. That explains why they're called ice. Never mind. Go ahead. What headache. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he's wearing like a kind of green tabard over his chainmail that has it looks to have a, a chest uh, or a crest of like an open book with a quill that's kind of threaded in silver. Uh, on his right to your left, uh, there is a guard that is wearing just kind of silver scale mail. Um, you've actually seen armor vaguely like this before. Um, Elishor, the uh, half elf that kind of came and talked to you guys with Ysgrim that one time after oh, yeah. you. Um, with a very southern accent. Um, uh, he was he wore much more elaborate. You get a sense that he's a little bit higher up than this plebeian guard. Um, but wearing a silver scale mail with a simple blue cloth tabard over the chest and his, it has a crest of a the kind of profile of a silver dragon. Um, and then uh, on the far right, there's a guard wearing must um, be a fairly nice breastplate. Uh, with chain underneath it. Um, he has kind of one of those like side capes. Um, and on that there is a crest of a gold of a golden dragon. Um, and as the one guard kind of uh, reaches his hand up and tells you to halt, do you have entrance for the manifold? You said it to him, and he looks at your ring and looks over to the guard in the silver scale mail and he says um, so you seem to be a student. Could I have your name? An Australian X flower. And he goes and... We got a 160! He kind of like whips out a book like out of thin air. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that, or like some kind of ledger and is looking through it. And then puts it back in whatever pocket dimension or whatever he was holding it in. And says, alright, come with me please. And he has all of you follow him. Okay. Um... 
And, yeah, no kidding. Uh, and you see, he, you see him kind of cast what you recognize in Rick of the Sending spell uh-huh. um, while you guys are moving. Uh, and you eventually, he takes you kind of into like into the wall. Essentially, there's a little door into the guard's house, and like further into like the wall is obviously hollow, and into some of the hallways. Um, and takes you into the the side room that's not terribly large, but big enough, and you see there is a teleportation circle in the center, very similar to the one with Ralthor. This was the first guard, right? Uh, on the, it was the far left. Okay. Uh, I say, excuse me, sir, I don't know the drill here, but aren't those other two guards supposed to look us over too? They, they've inspected your invitation, and they find, they find it well and good. Okay. Um... So yada yada you can throw this a little bit because we are getting somewhat short on time. Um, I have Jack. <laughs> I'm just practicing. Sustained. Just practicing. <laughs> Thanks. Um, he takes you and he says that it's with your invitation, it's more of ceremonial that they all look at it. Your invitation's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, and he ta- and so you see there's this like teleportation circle in the center, and um, he says. Um, I'm going to have you step on this in just a second. This will take you to the Silver Dragon School of Magic. Uh, Isgrim will be waiting for you there. He has rooms prepared for you, I've been told. Um, and I've also been told that you're aware of what's awaiting you. All right. Please step forward. <laughs> and he asks you to step on the teleportation circle. Yep. All right. You guys step on the teleportation circle. Very similar feeling as to Ralph Roar, except this time when you step through, there's not a dragon waiting for you on the other side. <laughs> um, there, you step into this room that, um, Australia, you have seen this room a couple times. It's like one of those things, it's like a room in the castle. Uh, it's decently large. It's kind of, it's, um, it looks kind of like a holding, not a holding chamber, but like an antechamber to, a, to something else that's fairly big. Um, it's a, this large stone brick building, obviously, that you seem to be in. It's, it's, this room is totally enclosed. There aren't any windows or anything. Um, it's a fairly plain room. You do see like various pillars, and um, there are various like tapestries hanging from the walls that depict um, a silver dragon. And waiting for you on the other end is a figure that you do recognize, Eastgrim, a human male that it looks to be quite old, um, with pretty long, just stark white hair, except with a single strip of just like pitch black, um, kind of all the way from the roots down. Um, no beard. He does not have any facial hair of any kind. Um, He's not Dumbledore. In other words. <laughs> uh, he, I mean, he wears these like long, very like beautiful silken blue, deep blue robes with like um, silver threading down like the sides, and there's uh, it has like silver hems, and he wears these um, uh, silver looking or these silver bracers on his wrists, kind of over the sleeves. Um, with this, like, silver-colored... Like, it's like a leather belt. It's almost it's not, like, bedazzled, but it looks like it's almost got, like, silver scales um, across his waist that's fairly thick. Um, with this kind of, like, these small pairs of spectacles with these, like, very faintly pink lenses um, just kind of resting on the edge of his nose. He says, Ah! Welcome to the Silver Dragon School of Magic. And that is where we'll leave off for this mm-hmm. session. <laughs> nice. That's going to be nerve 